kick some ass in Avernus. Kick some ass and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of bubblegum. With the definitely morally ambiguous Darmida. You guys know that reference? Oh, yeah. Which... yeah. That was a Duke Nukem reference. It is. It's so good. There we go. My microphone was off. Hey. All right, I'm going to do it up. Here we go. There it is. Oh, I did not set the cameras, so tonight the part of Todd will be played by Gord. I'm just kidding. Awesome. <laughs> I'm DM now. I knew there was oh, something oh. that I... Oh no! We've had... We've had a... A mutiny! <laughs> Gord is God. Yes. Actually, Gord did run a game, and that was lots of fun. Hi, Internet! I'm Todd, and uh, we're going to play some Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, we've been at this a little while, guys. This is episode 28, uh, and I think oh. around episode 15 it became descent into avernus so i'm excited about that uh as i drink my coffee my sanity juice i think that's backwards on the screen um so hi uh we are um side quest live and we likes to play the dungeons and the dragons and um i'm gonna be the dm and i'm just gonna go around the little horn here and everybody can introduce themselves except well We'll get to this guy in a few minutes, but um, uh, everybody else gets a chance. One more thing before we do this, though. Internet, you guys are part of this, too. Even though it's not reading your stuff tonight, I am encountering some glitches. It should be up there in the chat bar, but Yaofen is already chiming in uh, and saying, yeah, they, they live. It was a movie, They Live reference early to mid-80s. I don't know if I've watched that one yet, Ben. Anyway, as you can see, we do interact with our audience, and in fact, we get to play along with them. Audience, you can spend some plot points to affect the game. So basically, you guys, internet, get almost unlimited plot points. The people around the table get two each. So if you come up with an idea, something you want to change the game with, uh, some new threat, some new stroke of luck or just a cool concept that you want to try to work into the game we're going to try our best to roll with it and drop it into the game it could just be a passing you know ghost mutters about their grandmother's chicken or it could be something directly related to the game so everybody's got two and internet just because you're so beautiful you can have as many as you like all right uh let's start over here with Gordon as I fix some cameras. Hey, Gordon, longtime player playing Fenris, uh, Shadow Sorcerer, and uh, he's uh, he has a lot, bunch of things that he is trying to do right now, including um, maybe it's a bit of a recap, but uh, oh, please I do. I guess uh, come to grips with uh, a bit of a reunion with. Uh, uh, an old character that he thought he would never see again. That's right. That's right. So way back before episode one, technically, you parted ways with uh, a bard paladin and suddenly have had a bit of a reunion. 
Uh, so we'll come back. Uh, so yes, that's that's you. Uh, let's keep going around the horn, and we'll go over to Bella. All right. Hey, Internet. Uh, I'm Bella, and I am playing Darmida. The I don't know if I'm ambiguous, but I'm definitely not moral. Uh, Fallen Azamar. Um, what am I? I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fallen Azamar is something. I am a Gloomstalker Ranger uh, in this game. And uh, yeah, um, she's also, well, she's pretty amoral. She's also the protector of a very uh, frail old man on this journey in, in hell. Yeah, she encountered this old man who apparently knew her mother. Um, who Darmida didn't really know very well. So there's something going on there. He is, he is her link to a past that she doesn't really know. So we'll f maybe find out a bit more. Um, of course, the old man did end up being dragged along with you guys into hell. So uh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, so that that won't possibly come back to haunt you at all. Although as no, couldn't possibly. Now the old man ha has lost his memory and little bits and pieces have been slowly coming back. So we'll find out what happens with that. All right. Uh, oh, I made this a little too small. Sorry, I'm just doing like four things at once. You know, like I do. Hey, Darcy. Who are you? Hey. Who, who the heck are you? I'm Darcy. Hi. Um, yeah. Uh, in this game, I play Felicia Tatander. Uh, who is a um, first benevolent druid. Um, she's fun. She's great. Uh, me, you can find me at twitch.tv slash DarcyBits for my own stuff, um, where, uh, you know, I do all sorts of things. But uh, just recently, I was doing some art for the game. Yeah, like um, ten minutes before we went live. It was like an hour. Okay. <laughs> Maybe but half an you hour. Can, you can measure hours and minutes. <laughs> That's true. I tell people that all the time. Thank you for agreeing with me. Preemptively. Well, I knew it all the time. <laughs> and anyway, yeah, that's me. <laughs> all right. And she jumped in. She was in prison and then found these adventures and decided to tag along with them. And uh, now, of course, their destination was not quite what you may have had in mind. Um, now you're in the first layer of hell. And... Elise tends to get distracted by things, so... You know. Yeah, I I think she's probably the one who's handling it the best, to be honest. Everyone else is, mm -hmm. you know, managing, but Felice, I kind of get the... I feel like she's walking around, and if cameras were invented, she hasn't put hers down yet. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. <laughs> and, uh. and then, of course, we have... Um, my good pal from a long time ago helped out with some shadow runs and so on. Um, and his name, well, why don't you introduce yourself there, Carl? All right, hey, guys, my name is Carl, and uh, I'm joining you guys all the way from good old America. I'm stationed here in Colorado Springs, and uh, thought it was a good uh, idea to join you guys uh, on your adventure. So, well, I won't uh, divulge the character yet. I'll let Todd uh, lead us through that and. Uh, Looking forward to the gruesome adventure. Well, I'm really glad you could join us. Thank you very much. And uh, thank, you. thank you very much. Of course, I am going to have to bring you in after a break uh, just to redo some camera nonsense. But um, you get to watch the game with the others. And don't forget, 
to drop in some plot points. And if you type them in chat, I won't even count them against you too, um, at least for now. Uh, so we'll work you in in a few minutes, probably a little longer than that though, so sorry. But I'm super psyched that I get the chance, to, God bless the internet, you can hang out with old friends who live halfway across the continent or most of the way, and still play some good old-fashioned role-playing games with them. So, so, and that brings us around to the people who aren't here today, unfortunately. Um, so let's start off with the, the elephant in the room, uh, or at least he's elephant-colored, sort of. Uh, that is Ben Coom. Somebody want to mention who the heck Ben Coom? Why don't? Yeah, somebody mention who's Ben Coom and why? Where are you, Trent? Uh, well, I can't say where Trent is. I don't know, but I have recently uh, contacted him and sent him a message, and I'm just waiting to see um, if he's gonna join us tonight because I don't know. But Ben Coom is uh, our Goliath. I'm not exactly sure. Um, what type he is uh that's true I, I don't think i've ever asked yeah i i think he's bear totem he's a bear totem. oh right oh, he's, he's talking a totem. about what type of barbarian i was he's like a totem yeah like, yeah he definitely yeah. is bear yeah. And elk. okay yeah because yeah he um uh, and then meant like what type of goliath and i'm like that's not a thing no i meant i meant what type of barbarian is he it should be um, a thing bear um, and um, I'm an East Side barbarian. He's in a precarious yeah. situation that we're not quite sure about. A struggle yeah. for his very soul, you might say. He's having some transitioning issues. Absolutely, him and my Twitch uh, stream here. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. But yeah, that's Ben Coom. And I'm going to do you all the favor and not try to mimic his oh, voice. Oh, that was my favorite when you did a Ben Coom impression. All right, so um, so hopefully he'll join us later. If not, he will be uh, generously played by uh, Bella there. Uh, and of course, uh, my other good pal who couldn't be with us tonight, um, longtime player, couldn't make it. Uh, you know, having young kids as a as a D&D player is so tough. But anyway, hope I'm not giving away too much. But he's playing Archibald. Oh, hey, Yaofen, thanks. I agree. I think that would that should happen. Uh, Yaofen just said in chat, um, 120 XP if Bella does the voice for the game. So do you want some free XP, Bella? Yeah, yeah that'll put you at a total of 120 because we don't use experience. Yeah, we've been yet. using Milestone. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I could nudge that clock along a little bit. Anyway, so Archibald has also joined you. He was originally from us, this holier-than-thou city, and he is a rascal. Um, so he is uh, perhaps a guide. There's a, a handful of various NPCs straggling along, too. Um, and, of course, our art is done by the lovely, uh, talented... Come on, transition. Uh, there we go, Darcy Bits. So uh, be sure to check that out and his stream if you get the chance. Uh, All right, I think that covers everything. Um, and shout out to any new new viewers and old viewers jumping in and joining us today. We're going to get started. I hope I fix the cameras because it's too late now. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Oh, laggy. There we go. So, you find yourselves in the first layer of hell. The sky is this dark, roiling clouds. Occasionally the cloud cover will part and you see just glimpses of stars, but not of constellations you recognize. 
um, and they're very quickly swallowed up by the thick cloud, roiling cloud covers with forked forks of lightning and a generally a reddish tone cast by um, some unseen light source that's very dim. Above the fallen city of El Terrell, you stand on a broken, half-tilting landscape that shifts underneath your feet with occasional rumbles and earthquakes. You are on the suspended city, or rather, you're under the suspended city of El Terrell. Here, you have um, found yourself as unwilling saviors, or certainly at least uh, unwilling guests. And there's been a bunch of refugees that you've not murdered. So, hey, that's something. Careful, guys. It's something. Your your alignment may end up changing. I don't know. Um, really? <laughs> probably not. Uh, so, you uh, find yourself in this city hovering over the massive blood red river that splits this landscape. Um, you're s- several hundred feet in the air, probably about 500 feet up above the water, and the city is just these two half broken, almost disconnected islands, slowly rocking back and forth as these massive iron chains uh, and these massive spikes dig into the sides of it on the edges of the city and start cranking it down. But you can't, um, you've found yourself underground at the moment. You're deep beneath the the cemetery where you have just met um, an unlikely ally? Commander Pedersen. She went into the crypts, presumably to find this helm of Pellor's sight, and wasn't heard from. found it. She she <laughs> now wears it as her unconscious form dangles off of Ben Coombe's shoulder. It's got her flung over one shoulder. Uh, so, uh, should we, uh, rip her this thing off he kind of reaches over and pulls her head and just the helm is not latched in any way but it is just not coming off as her head is dangling to one side it didn't seem to work previously it seems like it's uh, causing quite a bit of pain but i'm not entirely sure what sort of solution we can hope for at the moment i uh would like to do a little bit more study if i can but uh well this passage leads back to the cathedral i should probably Head back there first before we do anything else. Agree. Let's get back there first. So you could go back the way you came, uh, which is back up through the uh, crypt and into the cemetery past the unlikely uh, guardian of this place who is busy assembling undead warriors and muttering to himself about fiends. You passed Gideon Lightward above. Um, Yeah, I'll just leave him to his insanity and uh okay so you have also found a secret passage that according to the mason marks etched into the wall because you're a deep gnome um you it does say that it heads back to the cathedral which is a pretty far distance across the city yeah i'm interested at least checking it out i think it, it could be very useful as opposed to trying to avoid things up top well, all right, then. I guess I'll get it open for you, then, says Archibald. 
He walks yeah, over. Oh, did he already open it? I just probably you watched told me the that I opened it. Maybe you said it was trivial to open. I don't know. Um, oh, right. So he he kind of nudges it, and you've already opened it. He's like, oh, you're welcome. He goes back and <laughs> pulls a little flask out of his pouch and takes a little nip, tucks it back underneath his, his now fairly grubby yellow um, lilac, actually, colored jacket. Um, there's lilac, yeah. yeah that's yeah, I heard that art before I knew what it was. That's all good. Do I see anything? I haven't bothered to update it. Uh, you see a passageway extending out in uh, in front of you for about 10 feet, and then it does a, a 90 degree arc to the left. The the passageway, the ground is thick with dust. Um, it doesn't appear like there's any footprints. It's any any kind of path. It really looks like it hasn't been used in some time. Okay, so I'll just turn to Darmida. Same as always, you first, but I'll go second this time. Ben Coom could be in the middle. All right. Okay. Ben Coom turns and accidentally clocks uh, what's-her-name's head on the wall. As I kind of go forward to take the lead, I just kind of eye Ben Coom as I'm walking past him. Um, just... Do an insight check for me. Okay. I feel I should reiterate, because I have a personal attachment to this character, that Henrietta is not a, a slight woman. Um, she's kind of built like an ox, overweight, like, isn't really going to sit that casually on her shoulder, despite being, he's a Goliath, I'm not saying he can't do it. But just to keep in mind, for your all mental pictures of this. Yeah, it, she's mm. not small. Um, this is not King Kong and whoever. <sighs> Well, given his size, it might it might approach that a little bit, but it, for anyone else, she would be difficult to haul for sure. All right, so um, uh, what was your insight roll? I, I kind of missed that one. Uh, 14. Oh, okay. Um, you take a good look at Ben Coombe, and he did get wounded in the last battle and lost some blood to that um, Nalfishni. But often after a battle, he seems exhilarated. You've seen him, oh, oh, you, you flash back to like when you used to be a brigand in the woods. One time, one of the Knights of Pellers almost cut his arm off. Like it was dangling by tendons and he was, he was so pumped up on the rage that he was laughing as the, the brigand uh, healer was busy trying to like stitch things back together. And he was like, <laughs> He revels in battle, even when he takes a beating. He is oddly distracted. Doesn't seem excited. So I just actually got a text from Trent mm -hmm. uh, giving me some directive on playing him tonight. Nice. And you're you're pretty in line with that. Uh, my my guidance is great weapon master plus reckless attack and silent brooding. <laughs> Perfect. All right, thanks, Trent. We miss you, and hopefully you can join us again soon. All right, so that's what you get for your fourteen. That's what you get for being nosy. All right. Um, is there anything else you guys want to do, or just head down the tr head down? Um. 
gonna head down. I'm gonna actually um, just make sure my scene visibility should still be up. Oh, um, probably. Yeah, it's it, an it, hour. it lasts an hour. It lasts an hour. So sure. So yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, you, not that far. Noted. It's been about 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. just to know. Pretty dark down mm -hmm. here. If I'm ahead, you know, 25, 30 feet. Um, it is pretty much who can see me would be then um gordon yeah yeah that's fair everyone else uh, as the gloomstalker ranger goes forward you lose sight of her and she she gone you just yeah so if we walk down this uh this tunnel you say it's um you know long since last used um what, what is the state of it is it uh like pretty sort of well Elterell you know, took a status from time or is it like got i don't know vermin and stuff what sort of what, sort of, what do my druid brain pick up on what does my druid eyes see uh you see no tracks which is a little bit odd um given it's a tunnel underneath it must be really well sealed um that said it does look like a couple of pebbles have been displaced as you go, as you start work, walking your way down. You do notice at first there's no disturbance, like it's been sealed up for a very long time. And after a little while, you see a little bit of rubble on the ground, a little crack in the ceiling. Um, you see some evidence of the dust still kind of just... You don't know if it's the passage of you guys kicking it up. It's It's hard to tell, but it does look like... It hasn't been used in a while, um, but it, it uh, there's nothing out of the ordinary. Otherwise, it is finished stone. Um, nothing. I mean, it's very, very old, and you know, mortar has chipped away over time. But yeah. Well, great. So, not something that is uh, has animalian life or. Um, it doesn't seem anything like, like that. that. No. no. Cool. Any like plant life? Like mold or anything? Just some mold and, and fungus here and there. Nothing out of the cool. ordinary. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So you um, you carry on like this in the tunnel for quite a while. Can I get a perception check from um, uh, two people? Ooh. Sure. I'll go for it. Oh, I thought you were going to say which two. <laughs> I didn't realize that was the end of the sentence. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm doing one. If... Well, 16. Hot crap. I'm 10. All right. So really, you it's looking pretty good. Um, Darmida, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. If anything, it's it's a lot easier than traveling on the above ground where you have to worry about random devils and that sort of thing, um, or possibly even demons passing by. Uh, Fenris, with yours, you do pick up the smell of fresh air a little bit ahead fresher air it's stank with sulfur and other things but yeah that's the basics but it's uh, it's in line with where we're heading to right uh yeah yeah it's ahead of you uh the tunnel doesn't seem to fork or change or anything you go on this way for quite a while and okay as you are nearing about the it Above ground, it took over an hour to get here, uh, or around an hour, uh, trying to be stealthy and careful. At about the 25-minute mark, walking through the tunnel, it's been 
ascending and descending at different points. Uh, you do notice at this point, you can smell the sulfur getting closer. And you, Fenris in particular, pick up a sound ahead. Okay. I'm going to just motion to Darmida. Sure. And uh, I'll, I'll creep up next to her and just whisper sound ahead. And I'll just kind of look in the direction and try to be a little more alert. <laughs> and um, I'm going to hide and start stealthing sure. this, from this way forward. Can I get uh, stealth checks from everybody? Yeah. I'll be thinking now. Okay. Archibald turns back to Felice. Is like, yes, love. Not so great with me. Uh, speaking of Archie, do you want me to roll for everyone, or just like oh. wave the NPC folk? Um, yeah, I roll for. Yeah, can Bella roll for Ben Coom? and Darcy can roll I for Archie? Is that an, oh, okay. a 19? Oh, okay. That was Felice who rolled a 19? I got a good die roll. <laughs> and then not. <laughs> I no, no, that, that was Ben Coombe, sorry. Ben Coombe got the 9. I'm, just trying to, I, I'm trying to get to... Uh, ben Coombe turns to Felice and says, Would you just be quiet? And botching his, except co totally helping Felice to be quiet. And Archie rolled a 22, so he is a ghost. Um, 23. Uh, yeah. All right, so you guys are quiet and you keep a, a, going forward. After a little while, the air, you hear a wind sound ahead. And you can hear rocks kind of shifting a little bit. And at, at one point you hear a, a, a slight kind of the whole place is rocking ever so slightly the whole tunnel even you can just make out the feeling of the island of Elturel floating and it shifts ever so slightly and you hear um, rocks start to give way and up ahead you hear you see some rocks go, but they don't seem to hit the ground they just Even fall you see past you. Falling. Yeah, okay, and they just. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and it is pretty dark. Uh, can I get a? Well, I'll keep the Matt. perception check before Fenris. It mm -hmm. seems like the tunnel continues ahead, but there's a section directly in front of you that something's something's weird about it. You can't quite make it out yet. <clears throat> I'll just tap on Darmida and point at the floor. Just if there's rocks going down, maybe maybe some of the floor has fallen away as well. Yeah, and seeing that, not hearing them landing, I'm going to be uh, kind of... Because it's terrain, potentially, and dan like possibly danger, mm -hmm. it's terrain... Would I be able to do something with my survival? Absolutely, sure. You can roll survival. Out, like, is there a natural trap here or something like that? Sure, go ahead and roll survival. While she does that, I'm going to actually cast Mage Hand. Sure. And I'm going to use the hand to kind of feel away on the ground and like 
the area, That's whether good. it's a trap or whether like the, the the there's no floor, right? So like ahead of us. Um, so as you approach this, it was a just on the edge of of not quite what you can see in the tunnel before the kind of angle of it descends uh, or begins to ascend again. So as you get a little bit closer, you notice it at about sixty feet, and then as you get a little closer, forty feet, thirty feet, you can see ahead. There is a crack on both sides of the tunnel, and it does seem to continue to the floor, and then there's a slight lip, a little raise, and then darkness for a good, probably a good 30-foot section. Okay. I uh, mentioned that to Darby. I don't know how well you... I, I as get, I as got, you get close, you you all see this at this point. Um, oh, okay. And yeah. I believe one of you had a, a slight light source. Ben Coom's yeah. carrying a rock with a, yeah, with a light. Yeah. Right. So Ben Coom kind of hold opens his fist a little bit, and a little little oh. hint of light creaks out of the rock that's lit, and you can just make out the edge of the of uh of a crack in the floor. Uh, that it wasn't intentional it definitely looks like it's been collapsed you'll have to get closer to see what's further down but it definitely opens up and it's a it's a good 30 feet wide to the other side where the tunnel seems to continue uh this parts of the wall at the base have also fallen away it seems to widen a little bit as as you as it descends so with the 24 am i able to kind of discern where it becomes how close we can get to that kind of edge threshold before it becomes dangerous absolutely and in fact archibald who's wants to go up and take a look he starts walking forward and it looks safe for that other i think i said 30 feet until you get to the edge so he starts walking towards the edge and you read the crack you notice the cracks in the floor and the slope and as he steps maybe 10 feet in front of you um, you see a little rock start shifting underneath his foot, and you you kind of rush forward and grab his cloak. It is unstable for the next, well, twenty feet before the lip. Okay, so yeah, I just grab him and say, "Watch it," and I j- kind of jerk him back. Felice, are you able to create another bridge? I'm thinking about it. I'm not entirely sure. If we can find another way, that would be preferable. It is quite a... It's a task. Um, As you go toward the... The tunnel, by the the way, is is about 15 feet wide. Okay. 10 to 15, it varies a little. Is that kind of gap, that 30 or so foot gap, is that along equally um, from... Pretty much perpendicular to the direction the tunnel goes, maybe a slight angle, and it looks like the ground underneath has just collapsed and fallen away. Uh, And you can see some cracks up and around the ceiling as well, but it's not as damaged above. Um, Actually, Mm. as you inspect the ceiling, you do see that there are some crevices that extend upwards. It's not as wide above. It looks like... It looks like this whole section was probably a bit higher and then just gave and the bottom opened up and the top is cracking and, and shifting a little bit. 
So I'm gonna look at um, Fenris and be like, I, I, so just so we can kind of save on, you know, resources. What do you think if I kind of take, you know, one end of a rope and uh, go over to the other side ahead of you and try to tie that off? And uh, do you think there's somewhere over here we could tie that off to kind of help us get across? Um, maybe we could even possibly do two ropes. So it's kind of like, a, you know, something we could... One Ben Coombs like one high, one low. I like that, yeah. What do you think? Cause I can activate my boots and go over there. That shouldn't be too big of a problem. Yeah, that yes. could work. We could probably um if if the least doesn't have uh uh it wants to conserve on the resources if it's difficult, then yeah, let's do that. If you're able to fly over with uh with a rope, we can tie it off on both ends, or maybe two ropes, even like you said. Yeah. All right. I think well, this is do two. Well, this is being discussed. I want to see like as close as I can get. Like, I'll, like what's down? Okay. So do a perception check for me. Okay. So like we look down and it just gets like eventually it gets past our dark vision. Is that the idea? Like it's. Um, I already used one big spell last game on the the thing. I don't know if I want to do it again. On what? On the, the Nalfinishi or whatever the heck it's called. Whatever that thing is that I kind of push through. And... You love pushing things through portals. Yeah, I know. It's fun. Fair enough. Uh, All right. Perception? Yes, please. Perception? 22. Okay. You get a little bit closer to the edge and kind of... I'm looking at like the rock work and like... You, know, you actually, where does this go? It's got to go somewhere. Being it's smaller, good. you can actually like get a little bit closer than everybody else. So you get within about 10 feet of the edge and you're, you're pretty solid. Right. You're not feeling worried about it. And uh, you I'm look as best you can over the edge and it extends down into darkness, but right where it kind of, it's more about angles than distance. It does appear to have a little flicker of reddish light below it seems like it's pretty far below and there's probably some kind of angle a little bit of an open passage cave or something right. um and it it seems to extend pretty vertically at this point if anything it looks like this might be part of the like a wider section that hasn't actually collapsed yet but it does seem pretty uneven you kind of look upwards and after a little while, your eyes do adjust. You can just make out a little sound, actually, of a crackle of, of that lightning that was coming off of the, uh, the companion, the, um, the black orb that is suspended above that ended up bringing Elturel here. So, so you... this is going, like, all the way down to the bottom of the island, basically, and then... I can sort of make out the sticks below, but like I can't really tell it's what it is. I can just infer. You infer um, that cool. it's outdoor okay. light flickering. Below. Yeah. Um, how big is this tunnel? Like, if I tried to turn into like it's about, a bird or something. At this point, be... it's about fifteen feet wide, and yeah, okay. it's about thirty. Well, from where you are, it's forty feet to the other side. Okay. 
Yeah. So that's not really feasible. You, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. I mean, it depends on what you choose to turn into. Um, a a, a right. giant owl would probably be able to fly in here, but a giant eagle would have a harder time. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Just thinking off of like common uh, uh, polymorph. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, Dermita readies herself, gets the ropes. Uh, ben Coom um, sets, uh, actually, he keeps hold of her and just kind of pulls out some rope and passes it to you. Uh, and uh, he also, being a, a mountainous Goliath, he passes you a hammer and a, and a python. A python? What do you call those things? Python? Yeah. And he, I, that's what I. He passes you that and says, Yeah, okay. We're no good dead, so let's do this right. All right, then. Uh, let's do it. And I uh, take my end of the rope, wait for them to secure down theirs. Yep. Uh, activate my... Bang, 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 echoing in the hall and some of the stones dislodge what <laughs> and yeah I'm gonna start heading cautiously over absolutely so you activate the little wing embossed boots go and you fly across um, go ahead and do an Either athletics or acrobatics check for me. I will take acrobatics. Thank you very much. Nineteen. Nice. Doesn't seem to give you much trouble. You over to the other side. Um, you're hovering over the lip at this point. You can set down here. You can keep flying a little ways if you want. Um. Yeah, I'm. Again, I, uh, if I can just continue with that earlier check, um, I'm just going to kind of gauge where I believe that um, either the wall or the ground becomes more stabilized. For sure. Um, judging by what you saw on the other side, you know that right near this is probably fairly unstable. Um, you might be wise to keep going a little bit further. It is a 50-foot rope, so you only really get about 10 feet. Right. Yeah. Unless you guys right. want to start tying ropes together. I think all that happens while I'm, like, looking at things and inspecting stonework and, you know, just being my inquisitive self. Um, and I sort of turn back and just like, all right, I think I think I think I'm ready. Um, and yeah, I think I'm gonna do a wild shape. I think I'm gonna um, sort of, you know, ball myself up a bit. And a lot of how I like to think of the um, sort of more flying wild shapes are more like myself is still contained within this. Like previously, when I did a giant eagle, it was like moving wind and stuff that's mm. making up the shape of the eagle and i'm still like floating within there i'm like part of it but yeah because you're elemental outside. more than yeah yeah um but this time we see like smoke start to pour off of me and and form into this like sort of more compact shape of a giant bat nice. um, and i'm still just sort of like this ball within it and then there's this bat shape of like this like um smoke you have this um, 
unnatural yeah, yeah. sense. And oh. these like little like fires like like go off in the eyes, like embers floating in the smoke. Um, yeah. Archie is like, oh, yeah, all right, all right then. And <laughs> yeah, so you can fly across no problem. Make little pings. Um, yeah. uh, I, I, I like sort of like fly Sure, go ahead and do a, a perception check for me. You just got a whole new sense. I do now have echolocation, which mechanically just means that if I deaf, I lose my blind sight. I <laughs> do know it's blind sight, not just um, not just dark vision. So that is significant. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I still can use my own stats for mental, so that should be fine. I don't have to worry about what those. Uh, Darmita, can I get you to do an athletics check to see how well you anchor that uh, thing you do? Fourteen. Well, hot sugar. Or, if you're proficient in climbing. I am not. Not that that's even an option in this, I don't think. So, yep, athletics it is. Seen it, so... Ah, uh, okay. Wow. That's a six. All right. Ting, ting, ting. Uh, you, lo you hit the... You've got it in two strikes, and then rather than risk hitting your hand, you hit just, you leave it in and you hit it with the hammer, and it pinions it right out of the ground, and because it's tied to a heavy rope, the whole thing just starts sliding towards the edge. You can try to make a grab for it if you like, or just let it go. I'm gonna try. Dexterity saving throw, please. Where the hell is my... That's weird, it's not... Oh, is it not letting oh. you? No, it was It was just taking a little while for the... Um... It was lagged. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm getting lots of lag today, too. All right, so... Um, so, okay, 19... You catch it no problem, and you're and you're even using the wings to just take your weight off of the ground a little bit. The so your very light steps in your in your grab, almost hovering. Um, so very little weight is on the actual ground below you, and you just pull the rope back. Uh, let's give it one more try on the um, on the athletics this check. The DC is now higher. Yeah, this time I'm gonna kind of before I do it, I'm just gonna kind of run my hand along the ground looking for a divot or something in the landscape that maybe I can get more of a a, a little know, more like purchase not... yeah okay yeah yep go ahead and, and roll athletics man hi <laughs> Low at the... It's hard to acrobatics yeah, a, ha to like... a hammer in to secure the python. <laughs> oh, I thought this was survival. I'm sorry. Oh, um, Darcy does it make a good survival. point. We well, did... I think she already rolled. She did I roll. So keep the same rule and change the modifier. You're like 12 now. Um, here's what happens. Was that a nat one? I know it came up to a three. Oh, okay. No, a zero. So it's, it's a it's a hard three. Um, okay, so you hit the hammer, and this time you're like, I'm not. I'm gonna hold this thing so it doesn't 
doesn't go wrong. So I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to let you roll survival, but there is a complication here. So sort of Shadowrun style. I'll tell you what it is in a second. Go ahead and roll survival this time to see how well you anchor it. I was going to roll uh, Ben Coombs character. Whoopsie. Um, I wonder how long this is taking and if anyone else is doing anything during it. Oh, you oh no. Well, the dice have spoken. The so, dice have spoken. two things happen. Number one, you hit the hammer and you're like, I'm not going to let go. I'm going to keep this thing stable. And it shifts just a little bit at the last second and you pound on your thumb. Like, pound on your thumb with a hammer. Uh, you're going to take... I've done this recently. <laughs> oh, and I rolled max damage. Eight wow. damage to your thumb as you just, oh. you might have just broken your freaking thumb. Um, so that's the first complicating factor. The second thing is that you yelp, yell a cry and start sucking, like just wincing with your thumb, and the rope and the python just go and down the little the down the um uh, over the edge and there's this racket of like ting 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 as the metal thing starts bouncing all the way down there's sounds all around echoing around and the rope goes taut um actually it doesn't quite lose all of it so it's there's still a couple of coils on the the little coil on the far side near ben coom but it is hanging straight down and it's made a racket wow what a that was an epic fail. Plan uh, the the giant bat, however, lands next to you and squeaks at you. I I'll just kind of reach over and scratch her head. <laughs> and more, I, I, I'm made out of smoke and embers. I'm not <laughs> not a nice little furry thing. I know. Probably right. throw her off too much. Uh, all right, Fair does anybody enough. else have any good ideas? I will bend down so people think to maybe get on my back. I don't oh, okay. know so what you... else to do. All right, so you go back <laughs> and you bend down. I didn't down. Across, so. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I thought you had. Uh, you scoot your bottom over to Archibald. And he's like, um, this thing is um, all right. He bends down and kind of hugs this semi-corporeal smoke yeah, bat. Yeah, prefer I could pick him up in little claw things. No, no, he's gonna try and hug you and hang on and be like, if I die... Yeah, I imagine, like, on the outside of the smoke, it's like, is like, you know, probably it's, kind of weirdly cushiony, but still like... Yeah, you know. it does hit substance. Um, uh, and you yeah. are a, a giant bat after all, so you you are yeah. somewhat decent-sized. Uh, and But he is pretty big. I mean, as a medium-sized human. Uh, so... Uh, how big are the giant bats? Are they medium or large? Giant bats are large. Yeah. Oh, okay. So size is a, a giant owl, so I figured it would be nice. All right, so he he clamors on and puts a dagger in his teeth, and he's like, "All right, I hope this works." Okay, go ahead and uh, make either acrobatics or athletics. Uh, sure. Okay, that seems reasonable. Let me just bring up what my bat stats are for those stats. Do, do, do. All right. And I don't think I have training in either of those. So just a. Uh, oh, I'm just going to choose something that has an appropriate modifier, which happens to be, oddly enough. Or you can just do straight strength. 
Alright, so the bat goes scurrying forward, and Archibald's like, Alright, let's do this! And you guys leap off the side and... Whew, What happens? Um, you're falling with Archie on your back. That's weird. Okay. I mean, I, I choose to fly. I have a fly speed. There's no role for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I just do it. He, like, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. He had, you rolled a seven. Um, so he proved yeah, to be a bit... I rolled a, a seven bit, to walk. Yeah. Uh, he he proves a little bit too heavy and unexpected, holding on in uncomfortable ways. So you're like, oh, but Would don't like hold my, my wing there. Like, <laughs> like, uh, you are right. able to you are able to go, but very slowly, and you've descended off of the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That's the scene, right? It's like, like, yeah. um, <laughs> slowly trying on. Struggling and against the wave. Yeah, yeah, you're flapping away and, and just slowly. You get to about halfway across at this point. Um, okay. All right. Do I see this? They're all struggling. Yeah. Annoying. You you walk a little bit Annoying. closer to see. You can't actually see them yeah. from where you are. <laughs> so. Annoying. I okay. Forget it. Um, I actually say annoying, and I cast telekinesis. <laughs> all right. As you. You summon and do the the arcane motions with your hands. There's just this vibration in the air, and the dust kind of comes out from between a few rocks and settles around, and you have telekinesis. What do you want to do with it? I grab um, Archibald. Okay. Gently. You grab him, and, I, and his feet and I, kind of lift yeah. off. He's still hanging on yeah, the bat. off the bat. To, 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 but yeah, and then I just kind of move him across to the other side next to Dermita. Alright, so they're now moving at full speed and and you, you just assist them over to the side. I'll do the same thing for uh, Ben Coom and then also then for Hen and I'll go last. Okay, uh, so you want to do them separately? And do I will we... do them separately. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry, what was sorry, that, Dermita? Is it just us down there or I can't remember if we have everybody else with us. I, th back at the... I think it was I just you guys at yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I was also going to say, I was just wondering, um, while I see um, Felice doing that, uh, it kind of gives me an idea. And I'm wondering, using the rules as written, um, we're allowed to carry up to 15 times our strength? Uh, somewhere between 10 and 15. Including your equipment, though. Yeah. Ten without any penalty. If I were to take my, like my, because um, I don't have heavy armor or anything mm -hmm. like that, I'm pretty. So if you put down. your pack, like pack with rations down, and uh, go back over, I could carry up to 165 pounds theoretically. Okay, but you don't need to do that, and, but, and the reason why is that I'm, I, I can just. I'm ferrying everyone across. Okay. You you put and your pack down, you turn right around, you crack your neck, getting ready to do this, and you look over and you see Ben Coom and just coming right at you. <laughs> he balls in barrels into you and like and you set him down. Um right. Okay. Do Henrietta next. A few seconds later you lift I'll... up Henrietta. She's halfway across. Henrietta. Three quarters. 
No, no, well, Henrietta. 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 Felice's She's un- her unconscious uh, form is levitating. She's almost as heavy as Ben Coombe in terms of like you spending the the weight to do it. Um, no, no problem. Yeah, yeah. It's within your weight limit, but you you find that interesting. Like she's that solid. Plus she's in plate mail. Yeah. Um, she's in plate mail, yeah. And so you get her to the far side, and Ben Coombe catches her, um, and uh, now you're the only one left. I'll levitate across. All right, just the shadows just wrap around your arms and legs and just lift you across. And uh, you go out across this thing and you you look down and um, and uh, the rope extends and kind of coils and goes out of sight. You get you get across to the other side. The rest of you turn around and Ben comes like, hey, you forgot the rope. I'll retrieve the rope with my you reach over to get it and before you do that you notice the coil just go it's now taut it's taut it's either attached to anything okay i'm gonna start i'm actually gonna say it it's taut like a little confused and I'm going to use my telekinesis to start pulling it towards us slowly. Sure. After a little resistance, as ping, as the uh, python on the other side gives way, and you can levitate it too. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I was like, how could it be taught? Uh, and then, <laughs> but okay, uh, it's on a python. Sorry, I mentioned. I did forgot to mention Ben. No, I think I mentioned Ben compounded it in. You might have. Um, yeah. So as you're bringing this across, there is definite weight on this thing. And yeah, I'm going to say there's something holding on to this and you start pulling it towards you and it starts pulling back a little bit and resisting and just it's a little game of tug of war go ahead and make an arcana check if you want sure my equipment back on yep at least my bow no problem you get fully geared up no problem is it um sorry is it an arcana check or am i rolling like the telekinesis kind of it's the sorry uh, the telekinesis ability check check. hey syntax singularities good to see you thanks for jumping in we're doing some dungeons and dragons in a tunnel in a dark chasm that's not sarcasm it's dark chasm 11 11 it's pull uh, let me let me roll and see let the dice speak let the dice speak (laughs) all right so it's it does give you some force and you start pulling it up and it's not letting go you keep pulling for quite a while and and you're it's 50 feet 40 30 20 it's really tight over the edge of the lip though so you can't really see what's down there I don't care to either. I just want to pull it up and just see what it is. So that's a good. Oh, you're going to pull it to the middle. Point. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I don't want to just pull right, it right you, to me. You move it further away and dangle it up. And um, yeah. you pull this thing up and there is, is that, it's this reddish furred arm out of the darkness. And it's big. And then you look down and, it's attached to this freaking gorilla-looking creature with this strange-looking, twisted, angry face has been climbing up this rope. And as you clear it and you see it, it turns its head and it just snarls at you. 
I don't know if you've ever seen a Bulgara. I'm probably mispronouncing that. I pronounce it. Bulgara, Bulgara. It it's a demon dangling on the end of this rope. Okay. What do you uh, want to do, Demita? You pulled it up. That's your action, Fenris, for now. This is kind of a yeah, surprise surprise situation. Yep. Um, so it's kind of dangling in the middle of this chasm area. Yep. It's 15 feet into the middle. Probably about 20 from where you're standing. Uh, 25 from where you're standing. Can I look to see if it be on, hanging on for does it look like it's hanging on for dear life kind of thing? It's definitely holding on to this rope tight with one hand and kind of <sighs> and it looks like it's seen you guys and it's very interested in, in uh, it, it, it's very strong it's, it's a large creature and it's holding on to this rope with one hand Seems but pretty comfortable. Look like beyond if we brought it over, it could get to us. But beyond that, on its own, it couldn't get to us. It's a large creature, so it's hard to tell. Okay, screw that. Uh, <laughs> Hunter's mark. All right, it's marked. And yeah, I'm gonna take take yeah shots. Nice. Go ahead, and make your rolls. Ben Coom looks up and is like, what? grabs um, Henry, the unconscious form of Henrietta by the back of the plate mail and just hefts her like a suitcase. And then with his other hand, he pulls out his axe. Okay. Felice, what do you want to do? Uh, while nothing, while she's they resolving. Just, um, they should just drop him. They'll fall back down. Okay, you uh, squeak that at I them. Watch. They don't seem to understand. Yeah. And with a 24, that's a hit. And it is an ambush, technically, so you do get your third. Surprised by this? <laughs> okay. It's like inverse fishing. You've pulled him up, and now you have access. Um, uh, or or he's fishing for you. You're not sure. So 13 becomes 19, becomes 28 damage. Whoa. Uh, hold on. Oh, is there hold more? Hold on. Oh, yeah. The hunter's mark. All right. Three times. Oh, 28 becomes 40 even. Just three arrows. Just <laughs> nice. All right. Um, it hits it, and the thing just just roared. Even better, I like quickly snapping in and out. Hotkeys, baby. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Archibald's like, dear God, what is that? And he readies a dagger. Um, Felice, what do you want to do? You're watching. Yeah, let's let's say that because um, if I'm relying on my my hearing, and I would be because I'm using echolocation, I should be sitting at 21 passive. Oh yeah, but you can get an advantage on a roll that's passive. You get plus five. So. All right, so passive, you hear the roar, and a few seconds later, it almost is an echo, but it's not an echo. You hear another one <laughs> from further down. Pretty far down, though. You're the only one who seems to. Well, it's hard to tell. Um, hard to tell. All right. Uh, top of the order, Fenris. What are you gonna do? 
Um, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go so, ahead and roll initiative for me. Sure. We will get you in the game eventually, Carl. I promise. I so thought you were going to say that they were on the other end. I thought it would be so funny. That would be the easiest. I probably should have done that. What are you doing down there? Uh, this is the first time I've rolled pretty good on initiative in quite some time. All right, let's see. You want me to roll for everybody here? Let's go. Yep. All right, this one is police. Rappy for Darmida. Uh, let me see what Ben Coom is. And then... Archie... <laughs> This and natural 20. Oh, 27 and for Archibald. Holy, I bet Domina already rolled for Bencoom or Bella already rolled for Okay, yeah. great. All right, top of the order, Archibald. Uh, uh do you want me to do him? Sure, sure, go ahead. All right, Archie's like, Oh, hell no, <laughs> whips a dagger. Um, okay. It, the DC for him I to see hit he does not have a sneak attack. Yeah. Oh, it off into the dark. Uh, he yeah. does have a second, so he's gonna whip that as well. Yeah. Oh, that hits. Mm-hmm. Barely what he's aiming at, doing max damage. Um, he's like, oh hell no. We've sitting. Mrs. throws uh, the other one and hits the rope just above where the the hand is on and the bulgura just well played sir (laughs) as it falls begins falling Um, Fenris you the rope the rest of the rope it's now a 40 foot rope uh, easily retracts into your over to your side Um, you hear the bulgura grabbing at the walls further down and it's fallen, but it doesn't sound like it fell very far. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, um, above the where the Balroga was mm-hmm. is like rocks, I guess, in the ceiling. There is a crack, probably about five feet wide, that ascends upwards, and it's the width of the ca- cavern uh, of the tunnel, and it, it's about five feet wide at its at its widest point, and it keeps going up into darkness. Your okay. perception and then, check, and then also, mm-hmm. yeah, and then there was also kind of stones, kind of like at the lip of where where it fell, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not gonna like try to risk and the ground down the entire seems pretty un- unstable. The closer to the edge of the of the crack. So I'm just gonna actually basically t- with the ground that's unstable, closer to the crack where the Balruga was kind of maybe clawing at the sides. Mm-hmm. If it's still there, I'm just gonna start using my telekinesis to just start pushing it off oh just start bashing the ground and like bashing, causing yeah more. exactly like causing it to nice. like more to slide off go ahead and make your ability check please nice sure. Tw- Ooh, natural 20 25 oh you just start slamming this side and you're like hey whatever i'll slam the other side too both sides start chipping back a section three feet, then five feet. Now it's almost eight feet of of what used to be path starts to dislodge and shift. 
and just basically that was the trap and if any of you had walked on there it would have you've now caused an avalanche and you hear like you hear these furious roars from below and you hear the fists hitting the sides of the chasm as it's clawing to try and stay on as this now in an avalanche kind of situation it needs to do a deck save versus that natural trap All right, and you can't see it from the angle you're at, but you can hear the roars get a little bit further away. It is, it's not totally gone, but it, it definitely goes from being right up in your grill, maybe about 10 or 15 feet down from the lip. Now it sounds more like it's about 30. And I'm going to back away. Yeah. You've definitely bought yourself some time. Uh, ben Coombe just is like, all right, let's go, and just starts running. Let's go. Um, anybody else want to do anything before you go? Anybody want to people. All right. Everybody else decides to book it. As you all leave away, you can leave the echoing Bulgara uh, cries in the background, and you continue on your passage. Like before Darmida turns to run, can I look to see... Um, if this looks close to, like, if it how injured it is. Unfortunately, you'd have to get. Well, you've got your wings. You can fly over the lip and take a look down if you want. I would like to kind of try to get a gauge of how close to death this looks, um, because I marked this bitch mm. and. You want to finish him? You're a fiend hunter. Yeah. That's eight hour mark, so I don't want to just leave it there. That's fair. I'm just saying. So you yeah. you kind of tinkerbell over to the side a little bit and look down, and uh, it's a good forty five, maybe fifty feet down and rubble and just clawing at the sides and it tries to climb up and then it's and like one of its legs is pretty banged up by the look of it and it's got like a boulder on it. it angrily shoves it off to one side. It turns down and looks further down and goes. <laughs> Below him, by about maybe 30 feet below him, you see another Bulgara just climb, just beginning to climb up the sides and a couple of rocks coming to rain down on it and it angrily. <laughs> there are two uh, of them down there. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, they are buckets of hit points. He's wounded, but he's not close to death. Motherfuck. On the plus side, you'll know where he is for a while. Yeah. He is helpful, because they're probably going to try and follow. All right. What huh? Do you... What'd you say, Durs? So it's helpful knowing where they are, because they're probably going to try and follow us. Oh, for absolutely. Um, I may get that hunter's mark, heart, hunter's mark back eventually. Yeah. I'm booking. Yep. All right. With your fly speed and, and running speed, you catch up, no problem. All right, you guys continue on for quite a while. Um, you're approaching about the 45-minute mark from when you entered the tunnel, maybe an hour. It's a little hard to track time down here exactly. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any other problems along the way. And up ahead, it it looks like a stone wall. Cool. Just extending straight across. Um, do I still have my telekinesis in the last 10 minutes? Um, you're right on the end of it. You probably have about like 
a minute, maybe less. So I'm just going to start using it to kind of feel the wall to see if there's anything to give purchase. Like On one hand, pushing. you got your mage hand. Yeah, it's like, like mm. do, 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 and then do, wham. Do, <laughs> wham. Yeah, exactly. Basically, just to see if there's any any kind of give. Sure. Um, the mage hand doesn't have any effect as the telekinesis slams into it. Uh, the whole wall goes, and a dust settles, and you can you can make out that it gives a little bit uh, in the center. Um, just a little bit, uh, perhaps along a crack or something. Felice comes. I'm assuming you're keeping your wild shape, or are you gonna come back? Yeah, I'll probably let it go, like in this scene. Okay. But, yeah. If you want to narrate whatever you're gonna say. Well, I was just gonna say you kind of fly or uh, fly slash scurry up uh, close enough to see this wall, and you immediately, um, being a deep gnome and very experienced in stonework, this is this appears to be the exit. Yeah, I'll like let out uh, some echoes and see if I can feel out where things are while I have the sense. Um, yeah. and then uh, probably Go ahead. Do drop a perce- it after do that. Do a blind sight check or a perception check for me. <laughs> Actually, if it's hearing, you get advantage. I do get advantage. All right, perception. Twenty-one. Nice. All right. Um, this definitely has a hollow chamber on the other side of the door. You can kind of make that out. And behind mm-hmm. you, pretty far back at this point, you guys made good time. And um, but there, are, there is the well. And Darmita would know this because of the the eight hour hunter's mark. The Bulgars are following, and it f- they you do hear little echoes of their their kind of calling back and forth to each other. Uh, Darmita, you can tell that they were for quite a while stymied by that chasm. Uh, but at this point, it feels like they're about level with you now. So they'll be in the tunnel and moving this way. Um, I will sort of like drop down so that I'm like on the ground and then mm-hmm. the smoke like falls and then like blows away just like off of me and leaving my like body like, uh, you know, balled up down there. They stand up. <clears throat> All right. Um, yes, this is the way out, but um, well. We do have company, and uh, it might be better to fight them here than mm, let them wander around on the other side of this wall. <laughs> Agreed. But we should go through, and then bottom line, I don't know. It's whatever you want. Yeah. Fen- combatants here. Right. Fenris, two of them, and they're on their way. They shouldn't be too long before they reach us. Uh, I think it might be better if we do fight them at this point rather than we don't know what's on the other side of there and we don't know what potentially we can uh, bring them to. So all right, have a bit more control It is here. pretty narrow in here. It's about 15 feet across um, yeah. and about the same high. So it's somewhat of a bottleneck. I just, you know, I nod my head. Okay, let's take care of these guys. All right, you plant your heels, you turn around and get ready. Anything you want to do to be ready for them? Ben Coombe puts uh, Henrietta down in a corner. Yeah. Oh, sorry, as I punched my microphone. Um, I probably do actually, like, go look at the wall so that I'm ready to open it. Like, I'm, like, sure. trying to find where, how to, I actually would so that I can do it, as a, like, as an action instead of... Sure thing. Investigate um, later. Let's have you do a uh, investigation check. I, uh, 
finagled my way into a better role last time, but I will not push because that is completely unnecessary here. Uh, all right, investigation. 14. Okay. Um, it takes a little while, but you do figure out how it opens. Okay. Yeah, that's all I want to do. I want yeah, to do it's, it wasn't particularly difficult. It's just... Yeah. It's the, the getting in that's supposed to be hard. Getting out of a secret tunnel is usually pretty trivial. Yeah, exactly. So um, so this one, you can open it at, at will. Do you want to open it now or in a little while? No. No. Okay. So I am like, order-wise, I'm like back there so that I'm ready to if we need to like, okay, now let's go, right? Um, and if I think it's going to take like, you know, several rounds to open, maybe I'll start working on it. I don't know. No, it um, feels like it could it could be done pretty quick. Just like, shink. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, that that shouldn't give you much trouble. Uh, Archibald oh, kind of blends into the shadows, and even though you guys know he's there, it you almost lose track of him because he's just that freaking quiet and hugging the darkness. Hug mm -hmm. the darkness. Yeah. Tonight is so brought to you me, by hugging the darkness. Have you hugged the darkness to... today? <laughs> uh. How so? How wide is uh? It's about fifteen. The, the quarter, 15, 10, 15 feet? feet across. Yeah. Um, you did pass one section that was slightly more, um, a little bit wide, but nothing really of note before. I'm just going. Was there to... anything that was thinner that a large creature might have difficulty getting through? Um, there was a section where. It, well, here, let me let me just pull you into it. Hold on, I'm gonna jump you guys a few maps. This is not where you are yet. Uh, nice. that, that would work um, but yeah just... we can force them into a squeezing position that's quite advantageous yeah yeah and as someone who literally had to walk through here as a large creature well fly but still might have noticed something yeah um you did notice there was a little bit of a bottleneck it's not much but there were a couple of well, kind of support pillars a little th ways this back. is a nothing fight like this is completely just i know yeah but just know, for the visual troops, so yeah we shouldn't worry too much about it might yeah well there yeah it took a while but we're here now <laughs> so let me know when that loads for you and you guys are at this end it, well you, you can position like, anywhere you want can you guys see it uh it's all black so you oh it is do something again maps i did see your you, ping though have you tried turning it off and turn it on again oh i see why there we go all right. Yeah, right. 15 feet, and then there's this larger area. Cool. All right, so you guys are right at the end. Oh, well, you can position yourself kind of anywhere you want. You've got a couple of minutes before they. This side um, is the door, I imagine. Yeah, on the far right is the door. Okay. I should start populating tokens. Oh, where are my tokens? Boop, boop. I'm just going to be behind everybody. They're coming from uh, this direction. Uh, they're coming from the far left. Okay. Um... Left on the map is left. Yeah. I feel... Where'd it go? What would Ben Cone do? I mean, we suggested kill, and yeah, this is going to kill. Um... Um, as, as you guys are starting a position, you can kind of place yourselves wherever you want. After a few seconds, you can now hear them coming. Um, 
in this where I'm kind of yeah, just like that, just like that. <laughs> Archibald is the perfect sound effects machine. Yeah, Archie is going. Uh, somebody walking outside. Yeah, that's fair. We can pause right. here if you want for a sec and uh, and come back after you, or just it's up to you guys. Oh, good. That, that's, let's uh, continue on. We can okay. finish this pretty quickly. All right. I think everyone just preps an attack and alpha strike ready. Yeah. All right. So you, way down at the end, those of you with really good dark vision can make out movement as the Bulgars start coming down, down the hall. Oh, they're not buckets of hit points. I thought they were. No. All right. Well, they're, the first I mean, one is no. definitely more injured than I thought. I'm sorry, Darmita. I thought they had over easily over 100. They're not as hefty as I thought. I was a bit, I was like thinking of asking if uh, Darmita could like make a roll for that, considering mm -hmm. she should know these sorts of things. Um, but uh, didn't seem super relevant at the time. All right. At the moment. Um, you guys do see them at the end. Uh, we're going to keep the initiative roll from before. Archibald Excellent. stays hidden. Uh, Fen Fenris. Uh, right. I'm going to cast... There's just two of them, right? Uh, you can tell, yeah. All right, well... Hey, why not? Uh, okay, uh, the one that's not injured... Uh, I'm going to bonus action cast uh, Hound of Illman. Wow. Alright. So the. And I am going to. Uh, let's see what the range is on this. Oh, hmm. That's 120 feet. Oh, you should be able to get him from there then. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, first one's at about 80 feet, second one's at 100. Okay. Uh, I'm going to. I'm just casting How to Vill Omen, and then I'm going to use um, Chill Touch. Nice. May, uh, so is that a, I can actually roll? reach him. Or uh, 120 feet. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a ranged spell attack. Okay, make your roll. Seventeen. Nice. I believe. Oh, who done? I'm pretty sure Ooh. that hits. Let me pull that up. It's in here somewhere. Uh, hmm. Where did that go? I had that. But it is not here. Okay, just give me one sec. I'll pull it up on the book. Sure. Just All right. Roll initiative for Hound of Oh yeah, go for it. Ah, uh, yes, it does hit. 
I don't just roll damage. Yep. Yeah, 11 points. Nice. All right. Uh, oh, he is looking pretty rough on inspection at this point, actually. Well, uh, this is on the one that's uh, not hurt. Oh, sorry. That other one. My mistake. Yeah, it is one. It is looking pretty solid still, uh, but it was a decent hit. Okay. Alrighty. That's, uh, it for me. that's it for you. Coming up next, uh, Ben Coom. What do you want Ben Coom to do? Um, so. I feel like Trent would very likely. I'm just looking at his. Yeah, he's got 40 feet of speed. So. Chains, baby. Huh? Chains. Oh, yeah, he's got his chains. Y yeah, I'm hot scared of that. <laughs> Not to, like, use them. Well, okay, but it's his heat. That's a good point. He might be. I feel like he would bonus action rage. Yep. Go his 40 feet. And, and then. And what does he say? Um, I'm Darmita. I'm gonna kill these things. He's like <laughs> drooling in rage and nice. All right, XP no, unlocked. I, he wouldn't comment to Darmita. He'd probably be like, "Hidden Lord, help me with this," and then he'll run forward um, with uh, his Hidden Lord great sword. And uh, hold a he'll he'll attack it. Only Ben Coom heard that. What did he say? I didn't hear it. Oh, do what you do best. Yeah. So I'll hold an action till he's within melee range, and then I'll um. And then you'll the, mess him up. Nice. Yeah, great, Mister. I'll. Reckless out all that shit. Absolutely. All right, so he's all ready for when they come past. Coming up next, we have. Did you um, spend a rage on the sheep, by the way? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I'm just asking before I take it down twice, that's all. I know I haven't yet, no. Okay, I'm setting it down to two. This one oh. runs up to um, Ben Coom and does see him and um, engages with him but tries to shift around to get over to here and then turns Whoa. and starts Didn't swinging get that far, does he? and starts swinging at ben, at, um, at Ben Coom so he hasn't disengaged but yeah you Whoa. do get the attack uh, not of opportunity but be the held attack so I'm just looking at which because uh, he he has a two categories or two um, things yeah. oh okay I'm taking the second one, the Great Weapon Master one, right? Yeah, that's right. So oh. it'll be minus five to hit. All right. Um, oh, effort. Swing and a miss. All right. It, the, uh, the, the the sword just clangs against the the ground just to the left of this surprisingly agile creature as it leaps and rolls and then comes up and just snarls in his face. Does he just get the one attack? 
I, I think. think he gets two. If he was holding his attacks, he would probably get both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Tension among GMs sometimes. I mean, either. I think Ooh. he's holding his attacks, so that's yeah, no. Two. I think it's fair. Yeah. Totally. I'm just... Eleven. It's worth asking because this creature, Benkum raises the sword above and swings down. And the creature literally just smashes its fist against the, uh, Benkum's elbow, throwing the shot aside. Um, sort of a parry. All right, up next, coming up next is Darmida. Felice, you're on deck. All right. Well, Darmida's gonna kind of turn and look at this one uh, here, and she knows. Uh, she's old hat. She knows her mark. And she's going to take her shots. And this is still considered... Is this considered a new fight? or this No, is still... this is the same one. Yeah. They so, know you're here. Yeah. They knew this uh, was coming. They were just chasing. For this. So, yeah. okay. uh, hit one. I remember you. <laughs> Uh, hit two. That was in Abyssal, by the way. All right. Uh, and 20. So oh, that's... The 30 definitely hits. 23 hits. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, roll your... your um, three what did damage. we call it? 23 damage plus... Seven. 23... 30, 30 damage. 30 damage even. You just... <laughs> Uh, you you get it right in the neck with those two shots, and it falls to its knees, growling, and it turns and looks into there, trying to find you in the darkness, but it can't. And its last words are, Internet, what are the Bulgara's last words in Abyssal? What do you want? Yeah, he'll say them, and we'll move on. All right, one more time. Internet, the final words of the Bulgara are yours in Abyssal. All right. Uh, coming up next is the other one goes roars and charges in uh, leaving the zone of your wolf if you want to do a, a attack of opportunity oh I do uh, how far is the ceiling in here uh, 15 oh, cool. that makes sense Ooh, 22 to hit nice roll damage it doesn't have Sentinel or anything, right? That would just be broken. Uh, actually, uh, it, it's going to have to succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Oh, all right. These things are muscles, so just giant muscles. Mm -hmm. And roll the five. <laughs> I'm rolling like garbage. Plus, it's athletics. Nope. It's a strength saving throw. Oh, stone save? Uh, yeah, DC thirteen. Throws. <laughs> it got a nine. The weakness of all monster stat blocks. Oh boy! So it tries to get away, and the the hound just digs in its heels and grabs onto its fur, and the things are like. <laughs> it actually can't move. Um, but it was knocked prone. Yeah. It's oh, not sorry, knocked it prone. Can... So it, it yeah, trips and falls on its face. Yeah. Uh, yep. and it growls and then gets up and and uh, it spends half its movement getting up. Yeah, it just loses half movement. So and he goes half as far as he's planning on going. Exactly. So he goes 20 feet. Okay. And it takes 11 damage. Yeah. 
and it took and it took 11 damage and uh it gets next to the other one and looks down at his fallen bulgara friend who's lying there and oh we have the um we have the the last words from Yaofen. thank you the last words of the bulgara in abyssal were i miss that puppy The other one comes rushing up to him and snarls in Ben Coombs' face. Uh, it, it does get base-to-base -base with Ben Coombs, so it's going to take its couple of attacks. Ooh, rolls a nat one for one of them, but the other two are... Uh, does an 18 hit his AC? This is against Ben Coombe? Probably. Yeah. 16 and, AC. 16, and probably the other one eight. is a 14. That misses. So one of them hits. Just, yeah. yeah. I think, though, don't you roll with advantage? Or not? No. The, not in this case. Oh, he did reckless. Oh, no, yeah, he did reckless. Enough. You're right. Think you're right. He did, yeah. yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Yep, yeah, you're right. He would reckless. Thank you. Thank you for keeping me honest. First one still no hits, second one still misses. The third one does, however, hit. So that's okay. a, um, that's one fist and a bite. So uh, Ben Coombe is going to take uh, altogether 30 points of damage, 20 of which was piercing from the massive jaws and tusks and fangs hanging out of its mouth, of its uh, fiendish mouth, its demonic face and then massive fists have clubbed him for 10 bludgeoning so all of that is half to 15 for him okay so so how much is it half to uh it's half to f total of 15 15 total 15, oh, 15. total all right it's a bit of a hit down to 60 hit points i don't know if you're updating the sheet or not i i was working on that um I was trying to do that math, so thanks for doing it for me. <laughs> All right, Felice, it's your turn. Cool. Um, yeah, so I will see this. Uh, and now this is a different one than I was originally looking at, so i got to remeasure stuff. I'm pretty dang sure that I need to move forward just a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, one thing at a time. Uh, I'll skip forward a couple of, uh, you know, squares and uh, pull out that cool rock I use, rub it a little bit, and, uh, burst of fire will appear underneath of it, um, see if we can catch some of that fur on fire, and oh. it won't do much, it, it, casting bonfire, it's resistant. Not Oddly anything. enough, underground um, still smells a little of sulfur, and now it really stinks of burnt fur, and sulfur, and piss, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. rot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep, there is, uh, I guess I can actually figure out exactly where I'm casting it based on range, so that's me. Right here. I don't think I have a fire icon. Sorry. That's fine. I mean, the fight's gonna end by, like, Bankum hitting in the face anyway. It's not yeah, really it's, relevant damage. It's true. How much... uh, so it's a deck save, by the way. Yeah. Oh, what is my save? Oh, dang, I never do this. Um... Oh, natural one. I'm oh, nice. I, I am don't have to worry about it. Fire tonight. Actually, no. The ball girl is on fire. How much cool. damage? Um, I'll have to type this in. I don't have this one set up. R2D8. R2D8? No, that's Star Wars. Mm. 
Okay, 11 damage. 11, nice. Fire damage, though, so it should be half. Uh, oddly enough, no. It takes the full brunt. Oh, no, sorry, you're right, it takes half. Not immune, just resistant. Yeah, exactly. Out like most of them. That's why I'm not flinging fireballs. Yeah. 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 Demons tend to not be as universally immune to fire as devils are, but um, they're still pretty resistant most of the time. All right. Uh, okay, up next is um, uh, Archibald. Actually, hold on. Oh, I dropped. Okay, I don't know why I closed that for a second. Double check. How does this Let one actually work? Let go. Hmm. It hates me now. I don't know what happened to the thing. Okay. Yeah. So it's on the end of its turn, it will take damage again. That's how it works. So there most likely, we'll be dead by then, or walk out of the fire. All right, we are back. Let me just change the screen. I'm kind of screwed up here for a sec. There we go. My map disappeared. I, don't, I didn't know why. Um, all right, just one sec. Um, I'm actually going to move back to where I was. Ooh, net 20. So 5, 10, 15, 20. Oh, max damage. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's going to be oh, 16... Yeah, that's going to be approaching 30 points of damage. Where's it at? All right. The Volgara screams out in, like, anger and pain. Just... <laughs> and uh, and lurches forward, like, a half step in front of Ben Coombe. And Ben Coombe's kind of struggling to bring his sword up and yells right back in his face, almost matching the same tone and intensity, just snarling in this gorilla's face. The gorilla, however, turns his, turns his head past. Um, Fenris, can I get you to do a... Can I get you to do a perception check at... Yeah, just do a perception check straight. It's technically for your puppy. My puppy. And I'm not sure what kinds of communication you have with that hound of ill omen. Um, it does as it does as I order it to. Like, okay. uh, I don't really have to say anything. It just it just attacks what my my target. But it's not so. like a familiar where you get to. No. Okay, that's cool. No. Um. If it saw th uh, something, what would it do? If it hasn't been... like you've, you've... It will only attack its target. Okay, cool. So it, it can see something else, but it's only going to attack the, tar the target that I've initiated it. And the target that uh, has initiated, no matter what it does... Like, if say, for example, if the Balruga goes invisible, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. The Hound can still see it now. Nice. All right. Coming up to the top of the order, Archibald... Um, comes up beside Darmida, can't even see her in the dark, so almost bumps into her, and uh, um, he, he readies his rapier and gets his stance and takes his wig off and kind of gets ready to engage this thing, but doesn't actually, he just stands more or less next to where Darmida is and holds. Um, coming up next, Fenris. Can you not make that ring, that distance? Actually, uh... He, well, he didn't want to get right up in its face. It's growling and heavy. He's waiting to see what happens with Benkum. 
He would have thrown daggers. He actually says, You took both of my daggers, and I'm going to take them out of your ass. All right, coming up next. Um, uh, that would be Fenris and Ben Coom. Okay. Um, I, I really don't want to bother wasting any more expensive spells right now, so I'm just going to shell touch it again. Nice. Make your oh, roll. Good. Ooh, not one. Terrible. Ten total. Oof. Yeah, that hurts a little. So, unfortunately, that is a miss. Um, yeah. Chill touch kind of right over past it. And uh, okay. Uh, then it's going to be Ben Coom. Okay. So, um... So I've never played a barbarian except for when I play this character. So I was just looking at Reckless because um, when you got advantage on Ben Coombe, that's weird. Um, I was supposed to have advantage last time when I went. You did, but you're exhausted, aren't you? Oh, does that cancel it out? Uh, He's not. Is he currently exhausted? I don't know. I don't think he is. I think he's fine again. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't um, it says I have uh, under second wind. It says total exhaustion one second wind. Okay, so he is exhausted one level then. I I don't know. That makes I mean, sense. I don't his yeah. thing. So does that cancel it out? It, uh, no. no. I think third, no. second or third level of exhaustion will cancel his advantage. I don't know why but I on ability read. checks, he, he would be disadvantaged but, right now. Uh, I would say you're about at the point now where you can just finish it off. Okay. It's just reckless finish. All right. Um, so I guess I'll do that reckless uh, attack again on the uh, first one. Or on, yeah. Um, so sorry, I'm just trying to get back to his page. Um, great weapon master all of the business um so at advantage or at advantage uh that's a 19 uh that does hit all right i i think it does all of i think he's done it with all of his business yeah so it's gonna splat him that's that right teen plus three uh so the 22 plus and then he gets another hit uh, but he not, does. Yeah. Take again. Yeah. Right. If I read that correct, and I can't see what that is. Um, for some reason, my damage roll has something in front of it. Oh, okay. It's a twelve. The most most oh, recent so one. It misses. Okay. But you advantage on both attacks. Oh, that's true. So you get to oh. roll that last one again. Yeah. Oh. Oh, this thing is looking really hurt. It's still, like, angrily growling and, like, swinging its head back and forth right down at Ben Coom, like, right in his face. (laughs) Yeah, I'm taking your folks' word for it because don't play barbarians, but I 
I don't think that was much better. No, that was no, a seven. Was a seven. Was so Ben Coombe is just, he's actually in a screaming contest with this thing more than an actual hitting contest. He hits it and then this thing yeah. growling at him and he's just screaming right back in his face. They're both turning purple. Um, well, the, the Bulgur was already purple, but Ben Coombe is now turning purple. Um, and all of a sudden, the screaming just stops. Um, as the Bulgur just reaches up to grab Ben Coombe's throat. Mm -hmm. Just curious, who goes first, the Balruga or the, the Hound? Um, what was the Hound's initiative again? 14. Oh, uh, the Balruga. Uh, Balgura. It got 16. So cool. uh, hit, miss, and hit. So this thing just grabs him, goes to bite him, and Ben Coombe's just keeping him off, just holding back his face. Uh, he's doing one of, like that. So it's, he's just trying to choke him out and slam him and just smash him. Uh, and so two hits. That's going to be... Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that the whole advantage thing happens again, unless there's some reason why he shouldn't get it. Um, no, actually, that's that's a good point. He is he is recklessing. Although I guess, yeah, yeah, um, did. None of those helped. So, <laughs> yeah, they all still just the two fists hit, um, and so it does a total of thirty points of bludgeoning damage, halved to fifteen. As Ben Coombs just like smashing. Uh, one sec there, Carl, if you can. Um, sorry. We're taking a break in just a sec, but trust me. Can you do a favor, Darcy? Can you do that? Because yeah, uh... I can do that. All right. So the Bulgur is just pounding on Ben Coombe, and Ben Coombe uh, is looking pretty, pretty hurt. I think. Um, the two of them are just like choking each other out, and then all of a sudden, the the face of the Bulgur leans in and growls at him. Uh, it, uh, internet. What does the Bulgra yell at Ben Coombe's face? Whatever it is, the rest of you out of Abyssal. I know most of you understand Abyssal, but still, what you guys hear is. And it just falls in uh, just down in front of Ben Coombe, and you're all just like, Archie starts clapping. He's like, good one, Ben Coombe. Nice. Um, ben Coombe looks at you guys, catching his breath, and looks around. And standing right next to, just behind the ball girl that was kind of blocking your sight, you see a winged figure standing there. Um just posted up right next to this thing um and the right no sorry the left fist is just dripping like blood and spinal fluid and demon ichor and there's this large hole punched right in the like lower spine of this bulgar right right on the like in through the kidneys and like just burst a kidney on this thing this thing is it's got an a bird-like appearance, and it is yet a man. By the way, the Bulgur said, thank you, Yuffin. The Bulgur said, When I get done beating out the way hurts. Thank you. Um, 
standing over this fallen Bulgara, there is a... I'm gonna mess this up. There's a bird man. Hey, you can't mess if you don't try. Yeah. Arakokra? Arakokra. Standing there. What do you want to say? Anybody. <laughs> well, I'm glad that this is over with. Uh, who are you? Find the fire. Well, my, uh, my name is uh, Faluri. Uh, you, haven't, uh, you haven't seen uh, an elf walk around? I'm looking for an elf. You just hear a voice in the dark go, What the hell? <laughs> and cut to black. And that is where we're going to take our break. All right. <laughs> thank you very much, everybody. Um, we will be back in just a moment. And thank you for your patience, Carl. I was like, How can I work? No we got to get this in. All right. So, uh, Internet, thanks very much. Uh, if you want to make title suggestions, we will happily take them throughout the game. And we're just going to take, uh, what do we need? 10 minutes? 10, 12 minutes? Uh, what does Archie need? Oh, my Archie? Yeah, your Archie. Yeah. No, we know what Archibald needs. He needs a drink and an, a house of ill repute and a, and a dry cleaner. No, no. I'll probably um, wait to take them out till about 12, 1230. Okay, um, cool, cool. I'm hoping to wrap by 1230 because I've been up too late. I'm still recovering. So we'll be back in about 10 minutes, everybody. I'm going to go refresh my coffee. I suggest you do the same. Thanks very much, Internet. And uh, welcome to the table there, Carl. And uh, it wasn't a lot yet. You were very patient there. We'll, we'll come back and find out how the morally ambiguous crew are going to murder you. Uh, Please, you ruined the surprise. <laughs> you can try. Oh, nice. All right, so we'll be back in just a few minutes, everybody. Punched me right in the kidney. Ow. I was still using that. Oh, it really hurts. You punched me right in the spine. Is he still talking? Uh, I'm not quite dead. Okay, I'm dead. <laughs> you know, I could live for a, a, a while without kidneys. I mean, Every turn that you end in there, you're taking more fire damage, so just just die already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it burns. I'm, I'm very badly burned. Still alive. I kind of wish I wasn't. Baphomet is going to eat your souls. <laughs> Ow. Oh, yeah. I feel it coming now. My final they always talk this much when they die? That's the worst part about demons. All <laughs> <laughs> right, and we're back. Sorry, I'm just muss mussing around. Mussing around a little bit. 
Alright. Hi! We're back. We, uh, back from our break. We have now met a new person. A uh, new bird person. A birdman? Bird to bounty hunter. Absolutely. Alright, so, um, let's see where this goes from here. I, uh, I, yeah. The bulgara, the verbose bulgara, slowly begins liquefying. Oh god! I'm melting! Ah. <laughs> uh, and eventually dies at the feet of Benkum. Benkum just, and, and is burning in the, in, um, Felice's fire, and Ben Coombe starts stabbing it randomly into the ichor with the with the sort of the hidden lord, and the uh, Aracocra. Am I saying that right? You said it right. All right, the Aracocra is um, standing over there. Oh goodness! At least uh, you guys came. I've been down here for quite some time. I was uh, chasing someone and. Uh, then uh, these two guys just came, got me, put me down, and I was unable to move. So uh, I'm glad that you guys are here. Uh, anything I can do to help you, uh, let me know. You were down here before? It seems impossible. I am keen-eyed. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, my first time down here. Like I said, I was uh, chasing uh, this elf that I uh, was assigned to uh, to chase as a mark. And uh, somehow I went through a portal and uh, it was a little warmer, I won't lie. Uh, but uh, I ended up here. Uh, a lot of them uh, got me down and just barely woke up and, uh, and here I am now. So just um, just so you know, you awoke um, kind of on a a little right on the edge of a cliff uh, and ended up leaving. You're not too worried about flying, but you did end up kind of coming uh, along this way, trying to track your prey and up through a chasm from underneath Elturel. What he said. I'll like look to banners and sort of see how he's reacting. I'm kind of quiet at the back. I'm just observing from, you know, this new being here. I'm, I'm seeing this interaction. I'm like, but upon saying that, I'm like, you may not realize this, but do you know that where you are? Um, no, not really. Yeah. Like I said, it's uh, it's a lot warmer and it's a lot more uh, cozy down here than I'm used to. In, uh, in, Do you in know the city Alterel? I've been th through it a couple, but uh, not not to this level. You're in Alterel, but uh, this city is now in Avernus, so we're in hell. Mm, would explain the heat. <laughs> We, so, we passed through a portal uh, and found our way down here. Um, was there a portal that took you here? Yes, I can't remember where it, where, uh, where it is now, but yes. Uh, 
like I said, I was chasing someone and somehow through a portal I came in and and yes, got uh Can I do like an insight check? Sure. I don't know if Benris would do that. Uh just I just want to see if he's lying. Absolutely. So um I'm sorry, what is your character's name again? Valori. Valori? Faluri. Faluri. You know, put a Quebec accent on there. Okay, Faluri. Okay. Uh, 17. I just made up the spelling. I hope that works. (laughs) (laughs) Faluri? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, almost, you know. It's It's all good. Yeah, there you go. It's actually exactly that. All right, nice. Or... Minus the O, but it's all right. You can put the O in. <laughs> That's how it's translated into common. Uh, how was sorry? How was your um, your uh, uh, seventeen? Seventeen does not appear to be lying, but also doesn't not quite telling all the everything they know, but doesn't seem to be holding back on any not intentionally deceptive. I just kind of shrug. I'd say, okay, well, you're free to to follow the trail of this elf, but we're getting back to a a relatively safe spot. There are demons and devils all over this place. And right now I'm all for safety. Like I said, uh, I lost the self a little while ago. I still need to find them, but, uh, you know, I can't find them if I'm dead. At that point, when he says that, I'll kind of come out of the shadows more toward the light and um, just kind of walk up to Fenris and give him a look like, are we going to take on another stray (laughs) kind of look? Yeah, this is like one of those days. And I just kind of look down at Henrietta. I just kind of shrug. Okay, whatever. Let's go. Let's get back. I'm just kind of, I've, I've, my character's kind of like, uh, Fenris has lost a lot of patience <laughs> in the past <laughs> In the past hour. He's just like, okay, I'm, all right, whatever, whatever. I'm almost I'm out little, of spell slots. My blood. I still have a fair bit. My but sh- blood sugar levels little, are low. I'm a little frazzled with this whole Henrietta and all this stuff that's happening. So I'm like, yeah, let's just get back. Let's just go. Yeah, know, cool. I've lost a bit of my patience. I'll step towards um, our new friend here. Um, and say something like, well, all right, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I am Felicia the Thunder. What is your name? Uh, my name is uh, Faluri. Faluri? Uh, Faluri, yes. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. You are a, um, a, a recorker, is that correct? Uh, do you do hell from the elemental planes? I'm quite well studied. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yes, I do. Uh, and yes, I am an recorker. Uh, You're not uh, quite familiar with the, uh, well, I, I mean, I dabble, but uh, I'm more attuned to the, the earth, of course, but uh, so the, run on. I mean, the bear, it's quite interesting, so, and we're probably, like, doing uh, some I see. rambling. Hello. Ah, I see. Side Hello. quests live. Said. Oh, slash. Hi, Sir Runon. Thanks for jumping in. Uh, we're doing some uh, Dungeons & Dragons, meeting a brand new, uh, brand new player, brand new character. Let's see if the players murder him. Not such a good idea. <laughs> four versus one. It's actually more than four. How many of us are there right now? Um... Archibald um, 
turns around and is busy. Uh, op- he opens up that the that door next to where Fenris was. Um, he, well, he actually asks Fenris, "Are we ready to?" Just nod, like yes. All let's right. go. So he pops open the door, um, and you can all feel the wind as a new exit point um, is available for it. And so there's a gut, a rush of wind. The, on the far side is a, a dimly lit chamber widened up about 20 feet or so. And um, do a perception check for me. Uh, Fenris, you're towards the front. Twenty-three. All right. Uh, you haven't been in this chamber, but the stonework, the smooth-worked floor, the tapestries, the little alcoves for the buried dead. Um, there's little plaques in a few different places. I don't think you've been in this one, but you've been in some of the burial chambers in the crypts below the below the high hall. Uh, and this resembles one of those. If anything, looks it, like. it resembles a fairly fancy-looking one. A little bigger than the ones you've seen. Okay. I'll turn to the others and I'll say, this stonework looks familiar to the what was beneath in the catacombs of the High Hall. We must be close. And uh, I'll just kind of take a look at the Valerie and... Do you want to take point, or do you want to follow? Take point? No problem. Okay, you first. Mm-hmm. All right, so you push your way to the front of the pack, and um, you, you enter into an area where the you're in a, ch- a fairly large burial chamber, and there's stairs ascending at the far end. There doesn't appear to be any other exits, although there are a few tombs, like um, raised up kind of coffins. There's about four of them in this room, and then there's alcoves built into the walls around you where the the bones and ashes of the honored dead have been laid to rest. Um, There's stairs at the end, and that's about all you see other than these people around you. Sir, run on said trying to find Valuri's icon uh Faluri's icon looks like I'll put it right next to Faluri here you'll see in just one sec all right oh just ignore the uh Henrietta stuff we're running out of running out of real estate here all right mm. so where um so you you ascend the stairs? Do you want to stay in this room? Do you want to look around? Do you want to search? Singularity. Said. Bird. Oh, I'm an adventurous guy. I, uh, I'll go up the stairs and see what's there. Nice. Sir, run on. Said. LOL. Hi, Prince Adam. <laughs> nice. All right, so you find yourselves um, in the catacombs, and... <sighs> It's not a section you've been in before. The map's going to hop, by the way. Sorry, guys. It's just going to take a second. Not that we need the map per se. Um, with a, a 
you kind of watch as Fallory goes ahead, scouting carefully around, but you, you've you been in these tombs before. Very quickly, not, not Fallory, but everybody else has been in these tombs before. Rather quickly, you get the feeling, um, oh, okay, this is the section that we didn't explore. This was towards the far... You, uh, that should be resolving for you guys at this point. Yeah. Is it... Um, um... Not bright, but like lit in here. Um, those little this, this magical. Have those lanterns. It does. This section has those little lanterns. Yes. So. Um, bring dim light or bright light. Um, it is. It actually where you are right now is considered dim light. By the way, I'll ping where you are. You arrived in the bottom left-hand chamber. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably well, you wouldn't know. I'm just saying for the map's sake. Um, yeah. And as you ascend those stairs, you see these two lit torches. And actually, fairly quickly, you you recognize um, at least you've been in similar halls, although it's a bit of a a bit of a maze. Um, there are two torches on the wall with uh, burning um, continual flames. And again, this is yeah, right down there where uh, Felice was. I can probably drag some people too. Oops. Alright, I'm still trying to get a hold of the map there, so. Oh, is it still okay. loading? No, no, just uh. Zero newbie. Oh, so, there you go. Passing through. Have fun. Thanks for dropping by, Sir Ronan, and uh. And we'll see you again soon. And hey, thanks for the uh. Thanks for the follow the other day. Appreciate it. Alright, so, um. Valerie, you you see these tombs. You you see the the crypts with the um, uh, the coffins. They don't appear to be disturbed. Okay. Um. Uh, ahead of you, there is a. It widens open uh, for about twenty feet or so, and then there's a passage straight ahead or to the right. I uh, I will go uh, straight ahead. Okay. This. Um, Do we have any way of actually discerning our location and knowing where we want go to go? Go ahead and do an investigation check for me. Okay. Just look around. Look at the way the uh, things are. And I'm going to give because you've been down here. Slants and such. Yeah. Yeah. Archibald here. also follows uh, Fellery into the room. Investigation, you said. Yes, please. And anyone else who wants to follow. Uh, yeah, you discerned pretty quickly. I mean, you kind of recognized you didn't quite get this far in your wandering, uh, but you do determine roughly you, you, where you are compared to where you spent the night previously. Oh, oh Marie, uh, we, we've been here before. It should be this way, actually. You want me to go to the right? I, I mean, it should, it should be perfectly safe. We can all go together. Archibald is like, Oh, come on, Felice. We could have had some fun with him. Look, this woman is clearly not well. We need to see if um, this cleric person, I can't remember their name, unfortunately, uh, see if they mm, could do anything. Benkum's like, all right, and just starts hiking. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yeah. 
so down the hall to the right. Like a scene cut. Yeah, you guys. You plan on doing. Yeah, absolutely. So after a couple of twists and turns, you guys um, uh, arrive back at your um, where you spent the night in the catacombs beneath the high hall. Uh, when you first approach, the rest of the the people have like huddled into the little corners. For those who are watching on the map, it's on the far right. Uh, now there are two of all of you. <laughs> um, uh, that's, that's true. There. Not anymore. <laughs> um, the new us? We all went back to where we were last night. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ben Coom just drags Pe Pedersen into the middle and unceremoniously dumps her next to the fountain. Um, everybody else, you can kind of choose to where you where you want to be. There's about a hundred or so people in this catacomb, all sheltered. Actually, probably a bit more than that. About 120 people sheltering in the nooks and crannies of this large underground crypt. There are two fountains in the middle. That's the circular uh, um, things. And vaguely glowing with a blue luminescent light. Luminescence. Uh, in Right next to um, where Felice is standing, there's a half-orc woman uh, clutching a large leather-bound tome. Looks like most of the people are deferring to her. After a few minutes, uh, another... Uh, I believe elf let me zoom in and find out an elf, yeah. uh, uh the elf druid that you met above comes walking through and and uh seeing your return comes hustling over oh uh hello uh you, hello you, we made you, it back you've returned uh farah looks at felice and smiles it is good to see you thank you for coming back well we found this woman this the person Oh, you, you, her? Yes, you found Commander Pedersen. What is wrong with her? And she walks around to where Ben Coombe has dropped her. Ben Coombe walks over and leans against a wall, shooing a young child out of the way with a old, just barely missed kick. Well, our best bet is that it is the uh, hell of sight that was mentioned previously, but it seems to be cursed in some way. I tried to suppress the magic as best I could, but uh, it was causing her great pain earlier. Cursed, you say? Hmm. Uh, Farah leans down and just kind of doesn't quite touch, but kind of hovers her hands next to um, uh, Hen's head. She... She appears unheard otherwise. Not badly, anyway. I think... I, th I think we can... Hopefully she didn't swallow any uh, demonic eater. There was a lot running around. It was a whole thing. Don't worry about it. Demons? There's a... In the crypt, we followed their, their trail, and... We found her... Uh, she seems to be the only survivor. There is a an area that I, I suppose was meant to be a portal for communication. Oh yes, the uh, the high priests have mentioned there was a not a gateway, but a a message portal that they've been rumors, worst kept rumor in Elturel. It allowed them to commune easily with the will of Pelor and his um, celestial flock. 
well, now it's a gate to the abyss, and I have, wasn't able to completely close it. As you say that, like, Pharaoh was about to take a drink from a glass, and as you say, a bit, gateway to the abyss, she drops the glass and tsh, all over the ground. Uh. Among other things, it seemed to shift around a little. So I might not know that. I think I didn't see it when that happened. Damn. It only shifted once. I... This... For a moment, I had hoped, but never mind. We seem to be cursed. She clutches her book and shudders a little bit and looks back at um, at Henrietta. Well, at least I think we can maybe help her. But I can't do it alone. Will you help me? What do you need? Well, we have to go up into the temple and make sure that we can hold it for a little while. There is a an altar, the main altar, that we should be able to use to clear her mind. Do you have any idea what is uh, wrong with the helmet? It's not supposed to act this way, I do not believe. Um, all I know is that it was rumored to be sort of linked to the, to the mirror that allowed you to commune with the will of Pelor, to oh. see what they, what the Pelor, what Pelor wished you to see, they would, the original was with um, Lanik Pedersen, who used it to try and find the best path forward. While others were advocating for further wars, he advocated to find a, a way to make peace in this land. This, that's what I know of it anyway. I don't think it meant to do this to you. She put points down at the unconscious form of Henrietta. Alright, let's do this. Alright, cutscene. You guys are upstairs. Um, you guys have carefully sent your scouts out. Uh, the the invisibility. Yeah. The high hall, the cathedral itself, stands just pretty much as you left it. Um, would you like to see something that uh, most people probably Syntax cover? Singularity said, I would love to see you things. Yes. But I've gotta go. See you later. Thanks for watching Syntax Singularity and also for um, uh, the chats when I'm doing some video game stuff. I'll do more of that. We're also hoping to do some more uh, Shadowrun coming up. So uh, D&D, Shadowrun, and video games. What more can you ask cool. for? So we appreciate you uh, jumping in. Oh, if if you got a sec and you want to suggest a title for this tonight's episode, you're more than welcome to type it in and type it in. All right, so you guys uh, have climbed your way back out of the hidden uh, entrance into the catacombs, and um, Farah, who I just have to jump over and go grab her mini because I forgot it on the previous map. <sighs> One of these days, I'll get better at this, I swear to God. <laughs> Syntax Singularity said, I've got no idea, LOL. 
Syntax singularity. Said. Night, you guys. Good night. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you again. All right. Yeah. Uh, Farah kind of comes up with you and and Seltem, uh, uh, and points to the west from where you're currently standing towards these curtains that it block the way. Um, Fenris, you uh. get a cold shiver runs up your spine as soon as you realize where you're headed. I just mentioned like that altar has been desecrated. You may not like what you're going to see. Farrah kind of steals herself and nods. And, oh, we will need to undesecrate it. I'm sure there's a better word for that, but I am only an acolyte. Also, the DM forgot. Um, <laughs> Consecrate is the opposite of desecration, but if you're going for sort of a more neutral thing, then undesecrate is probably accurate, yes. Secrate it. We need to secrete it. Uh, you mean consecrated? That's the one. Consecrate. Consecrate. Reconsecrate. I'm sorry. Resanctify. Who are you? <laughs> you introduce yourself. Uh, unless you want am... to stay below. I could just stay, stay perched on one of the one of the columns. All right. It doesn't matter to me. Just Actually, watch yeah. So as you come out from here, um, by the way, uh, f um, what's your name again, Carl? <laughs> Faluri. I want you to roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Wisdom saving throw. That would be an 11, Bob. All right. So um, you almost weep when you climb out of this tiny little enclosed tunnel into this massive open cathedral. Think like St. Joseph's almost. Um in, in Montreal, like it's very high. It's got a large balcony section. There's a huge or, um, pipe organ at the one end. There's these curtains kind of dividing the different sections on the ground level. And the height of this place just calls to you. You had uh, yes. fled from a demon, uh, from a, from a, fled from devils, a flying devil squad when you had been flying around El Torel, climbed up. Uh, and the only place to hide was this chasm, and you almost didn't make it in because you hate being enclosed. It's a it's a part of your care of your race. They just hate that, that nonsense. It almost broke you crawling through there. At which point the devils, the demons, not devils, the demons uh, found you and chased you, and then you kind of hid, and it was back and forth, and then you heard this stuff, and that's how you ended up meeting these guys. But at this point, all of that just falls away. There is open space above you, and you are finally free to stretch your wings. Majestic said that as they are just flapping, flapping, going to the highest perch, and just just sitting there for now, just enjoying the stillness and the... Absolutely. So the highest perch is technically above where I just put you back here, overlooking this place balcony, isn't there? yeah that, you're you're right yeah. up next you're right up on the balcony and you take a look um it is currently empty although there are some desecrated bodies up there as well some fallen humans who've been wait have they been chewed on Ugh. it's a mess up there uh but it is currently empty everybody else um kind of gathers on the west side here and fenris you push through. I'm looking around with C invisibility, actually, just because 
I recall that the last time the imps. Nice. How they got found out. Yeah. So all right, I'm do, a, do a perception check for me. And while he's doing that, I'm just waiting for his cue mm -hmm. uh, in a direction or proximity, um, and I'm just holding an arrow ready to go. Absolutely. 20. Nice. All right. Um, you look around. Other than a few cries and from outside, far distance, um, and you see the flap of like through one of the broken, shattered stained glass windows. Um, you see a couple of flights of what look like winged creatures, pretty far off in the distance. Probably one of those devil patrols, winged devils. But again, very far away. Everything else appears to be pretty clear. Farah um, pushes past you and flings open the, the curtain and marches forward and then just stops with an audible gasp. In this room, there are entrails on the floor drawing crude pictures uh, in the, what used to be the high altar of Pelor in this space has been brutally desecrated. The artwork has been befouled with all kinds of just feces and blood and all oh, there are fallen um uh, defenders of the high hall here who've been used as paint palettes um there's devil foot devil and uh, oh no just devil devil footprints all around this area uh looks like a medium sized and but there are also finger marks and claw marks way up high on the pillars they spent their time here. They really took their time. It is just disgusting. And this overwhelming sense of, uh, uh, lurches up in the throat of anyone who enters this. Um, Farah takes a step back, stands next to Fenris back in the main entry hall where you were and turns and looks at you. We're going to need water. You. Lay her down. Oh, and the old man, by the way, as soon as he saw you, Darmida, he's come with you and is just basically refusing to leave your side. Um, yeah, uh, I'll kind of keep him sheltered a little bit. Sure. Um, ben Coombe basically gives Henrietta to Archibald, who, like, has a hard time, cannot hold her up, and, like, sinks down and lays her on the ground. And, um, and then he turns around and walks back following Farah. And everybody else takes some time going back and forth, carrying buckets and buckets and buckets of holy water out of the... Um... Terra, are you a couple spellcaster or not? I do not recall. I, I have some skills, but I would like your help with this. Anyone can take the lead, if whether you're pious or not, but it will be easier if you are. Well, I was, I was just uh, curious if uh, you might want to, uh, maybe we should all rest the night and uh, prepare for this. Uh, gather your uh, thoughts and pray on what you would need to, to move forward. Um, she looks around for a second. I do not personally have any uh, you know, skill in consecration, but creation of water, something like that, definitely. We need to wash it clean with holy water. That should do. After that... I hope my prayers are still answered. I think else they're actually creating holy water, or just the repositories for it. The fountain hmm. makes more below. 
Well, in that case, then yes, probably we can just move forward today with the buckets and such. All right. So you guys spend the next 15 minutes or so just hauling up water buckets and um, Archibald carves out some of the more um, the cleaner sections of the cloth of the uh, uh, of some of these curtains and other rags and vestments that they find and you guys get to scrubbing you guys end up cleaning and, and just wiping all at the direction of Farah. and um, hey, after uh, show of hands who's actually like helping Oh yeah, is, is anybody? I'm I'm watching. I'm just keeping. I'm keeping watch. Sure. Yeah, I wanted to like go up to Fedrith while he's not watching or not helping. Uh, actually, Darmida. You're on. Was on. I was patrol. following. Yeah, yeah following yeah. Fenris. So I'm yeah. not, helping, and she doesn't consider herself. Uh, probably a good candidate for this task. <laughs> Uh, Farah does enlist a couple of the the kind of more brave commoners from below to help. So there's enough people to kind of clear this place out in about mm, 40 minutes or so, maybe an hour. Um, yeah, I imagine a scene like... The rest of you are bodyguards, you know, basically. The rest of us not participating, and, you know, uh, probably were at the very least Dermita and, and Fenris, assuming that Dermita's not, you know, found a more advantageous position and is still near. Um... I want to even the very least approach Fenris yeah. and say something like, so what, what do you make of all this? This seems like, a, well, quite the procedure, I suppose. I don't know if it'll work and we'll see. But okay, all so I know, a, sorry, go ahead. All I know right now is our best bet to wake this paladin up, Henrietta, and see what she can glean from, from this helmet to point us in the right direction. You're putting your faith in uh, the gods, then? No. Your voice, your no comes out a little bit louder than you possibly in, in, intended, <laughs> echoing throughout the halls of this of this temple that's dedicated to Pelor and other gods, mostly Pelor. <laughs> I glance over at Benku, so I'm seeing if I can like speak with uh, Fenris outside of, you know, if he's not paying attention directly to what we're saying. You were concerned about Benkum being cursed. Uh, you wonder if whatever procedure this is, is, is actually the solution you were looking for. If we can revive the paladin, perhaps she can help us cure Benkum of his curse. Do you think her curse is different than his? I, I think in nature, so. at the very least. I think so. She's also not very bright. Hmm. When last I remember her. Oh, right, you've met her. She said that before falling unconscious. Passing through, yes. Our paths crossed once and we split apart abruptly. Well, perhaps this is fortuitous then. Perhaps. But very least it is for her. She seemed like she was about to drown. Oh. If I know it was her, I might have let her. 
Again, your voice <laughs> echoes throughout the temple. I won't push any further now, though. We, we too, have only met recently. Cool. Just keep, okay. just keep, just keep an eye out, both for Benkum and her. Right, that's rule number one. We need to get out of here alive. I know, I've noticed that you find you're this kind of a bit of an adventure. You don't seem concerned that you're in hell. We have yet to actually see much of the hell itself. And, and I was always looking forward to Alparel in the first place. Never got the chance to come around to actually visit. But, uh, you know, it is another place to be. Uh, one plane after another. Sure. And if I'm not mistaken, I have a, a contact down here. It's someone who used to uh, trade uh, useful reagents for my activities on the surface. But um, hopefully if we can meet up with him, then getting back to... Well, he certainly made it from one plane to another before. So maybe that is uh, precisely where we should head. Maybe. We just have some unfinished business first. I believe it's ready. Okay. Can you lay her on the on the altar? Then Coom walks her forward, places her. Button. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and then steps back. Um. He. You, you're keeping a close eye on Ben Coom Darmida as well. You see him flinch a little when his hand brushes the, the altar. Okay. Duly noted. Um. With your careful watch around, uh, Farah begins kind of muttering she pulls out a, an old scroll and she kneels before this altar and starts speaking in in a language do, do any of you speak celestial nope all right of course darmida does darmida would of course yeah. yeah i won't get into all the details but her and Seltern both um begin chanting in celestial prayers and beseechments to bless this place, bless the servants of Pelor, the true servants of Pelor. Um, please break the bonds that hold the commander. Please break the bonds that hold El Terrell and all of us. And as, as they say, all of us, all of a sudden, um, the old man sitting, standing next to Darmida has been kind of just gently like holding onto the side of her cloak. Um, when they get to the end of it, he, he mutters in perfect synchronicity and in full celestial for all of us. <laughs> and I turn down to him and I'm like, in celestial, I say, are you remembering? I don't I that yes I remember that and he's pointing at the helm 
He kind of walks a little bit forward unless you're going to stop him. I'm not going to stop him, but I'm going to stay very close Um, and just... Yep, so you shadow him, and he kind of walks forward and almost absentmindedly just pushing past Farah and Seltern. Like, they both kind of a little bit surprised at his presence, and then he stands right in front of the altar and just reaches out and just taps, literally taps Henrietta on the nose. What have you got there, my dear? It has been a long time. Ah, yes. The gift. You bear a resemblance. Hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. It's just you, your voices sound so nice. It reminds me of singing. And he starts to sing this old hymn in Celestial. And kind of wanders away a little bit. Archibald kind of leans in to Pharaoh. It's like, is it, is it done yet? And Pharaoh's like, I hope so. Knowing that, like, Fenris and Felice um, and Benkum didn't really understand much of that interaction, I'm just going to give a look over at Fenris um kind of in the way that we do uh communicating without verbalizing um that kind of like toward the old man like he's remembering kind of like kind of just i don't know how to verbalize it just indicating toward him yeah just kind of raising an eyebrow at the old man and a little nod um yeah are any of you chained in religion Yes. Felice? Okay. And so am I. Can I get um, either both of you can roll or one of you can roll with advantage? Why don't, why don't we have both of you roll? Yeah, we're not really working together. I believe mm-hmm. the Ray is like oh, you know. outside of the room. Yeah. There's my knowledge right there. So right out of the gate. Five. Yeah. Nat one. Awesome. Welcome to the party, Dude. pal. Welcome. <laughs> awesome. This is great. That that's the moment you joined us right there. Everything else was preamble. <laughs> that's I'm sticking to physical dice now. <laughs> we get like like a like a like a like a shot in inside your head. Like I'm just I'm super curious what your background in religion is. Like what sort of points do you lean into in your Searching your memory. Does that make sense? Yeah. How do you? Because like I know you're a monk, but I don't think it's really come up in game, right? Yeah. No, it hasn't. Um, well, her um, her relation with, um, with religion was mostly out of um, the areas visiting, and she does follow Timora just because in her line of work. Um, luck is what you need so she spent uh, a couple of uh, a couple of times anyways in um, in the service of uh, the the temples uh, serving Timora so doing some studies there and so it was more of a minor than a major yeah 
pretty much. So yeah, it's just um, in, in line with her work, essentially, not necessarily out of devotion for. She majored for, in hitting things, but minored in a bunch of other um, uh, electives. At the at the uh, mountaintop temples, and the uh, well, and the floating islands that, that inhabit parts of the uh, plane of air. It was beautiful, but unfortunately, when it came to the part about Peller, she was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." <clears throat> but I do come a little closer as I get a better observation. So I don't know uh, if there's a perch somewhere else. Uh, you you a closer. It is somewhat fortuitous, just the visual of the wings spreading wide and fluttering and flying down and landing um, on one of the more nearby pillars. At this point, uh, Felice, you, you're pretty interested in many different religions. Yes. And when they were praying, they were using a fairly old, like almost a hymn. And it's not so much the words that they used, but the tune was wrong. Oh, you were I like, oh, I've heard this that. Is more about... I've heard that song before. Right, and I mean, this is also approaching it from a from a spellcasting standpoint, right? From a like, spellcasting point, spell from a scroll, right? Yeah, and it, it it it's more of a yeah, it's a ritual, and she's trying mm -hmm. to cast this thing, and it didn't quite go, and you don't understand the you don't speak celestial, so you don't understand the words, I don't, no. but you heard the harmonies that they were doing, and at a certain point, Seltern went this way. And Pharaoh went that way, and it was dissonant at, like, very near the crescendo moment. Um, is the scroll okay, or did it, like, burn up and get whipped? No, it's still there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll approach. Uh, sort of, I'm gonna wait to see if they say anything first. I don't know where position. Seltern is, they're people. just standing in silence, like, hoping it worked. Druid. Yeah. And the, and the druid looks back and is like, I don't think it's working. Should it, something should have happened. Maybe you just need uh, someone to help you keep time. Archie. I turn back to um, yeah. Southern. Um, what, what, what is the um, famous signature? Uh, let, let, let Archie uh, step along. Ah. Um, what am I, back in nun school? God damn it. And Pharaoh says, watch your tongue. This is holy ground, young man. Mm. Archibald. And he visibly kind of, but bitterly kind of shrinks. <clears throat> you have better rhythm than I do. I, I, simply. He begrudgingly comes over uh, and... and and assists and starts to kind of keep tempo and just clicking his uh his cane on the ground click 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 um 
and the tempo is much more steady now that he's doing that. How else do yeah, you I want to assist? I figured it would be a performance role. If I, well, so I was going to be like, well, I'll just I'll do the thing I just asked Archie to do. And then I realized it was probably performance, in which case I have a negative one. And Archie has like a plus 12. <laughs> Absolutely. So he begins to, to keep time perfectly. That's how he's yeah. assisting with this. How do you plan to assist? Or is that you're kind of directing these like like the conductor? Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I do no ritual casting, mm -hmm. and one of these two people is not a cleric, they're a druid. So right. if the druid can help, I can assist in the same way that Seltern would. Absolutely. Um, but I get that beat first, and then it's like, oh my, let's see. Fantastic. Darmida, would you like to assist in any way? Or are you keeping watch? I don't know if you know what spell they're doing, technically, so I don't even know if I technically can help, but, um, you know, in a traditional rule set. Sorry, go ahead. Um, anyone, anyone can choose to help if you can make an argument for it. After we walk away, because I'm assuming we didn't walk far away, probably mm. just, you know, scurried a little to the side. I'm just going to kind of lean down um, and kind of just quietly talk into his ear and be like, can you help them? Oh help! Oh, who? He's he's got his back to them, and it's it's. There's no recognition in his face at all that there's even people behind him. He's just like no um, object permanence. I'll I'll just kind of steer him, steer him, and be like, oh, oh dear, oh, she has Did a I? she has an affliction. Oh yes, yeah. yes, help. Um, I, I, I think maybe. I think maybe I, I think maybe I can. Um, and the, the crescendo and Archie's keeping the time. Uh, Fenris, you're keeping watch, or do you want to get involved, or do you pointedly not want to? Keeping watch, pointedly not directly involved. Valerie. I will be taking the same approach. Nice. You're all keeping watch. Um, the the voices are really starting to hit a tempo now that Archibald, and he actually starts to sing out as well. Um, and Farah kind of, uh, her old um, kind of stern voice raising a little bit in tempo. And, uh, and the words are in Celestial, but uh, you can kind of mouth them along. Seltern is also, and with F Felice trying to direct. Felice, can I get you to roll well you've got a 23 on religion so we'll count that um darmida you're trying to persuade the old man to help can you roll a persuasion please okay um it's partially to help them but more my goal is to bring something out of him mm -hmm. like a a, a memory a repressed memory Ooh, nice. of some sort all right, so make uh, make a persuasion check, please. All right. Um, bear with me. I'm having really bad lag tonight. Oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. That's a five. <laughs> the old man turns to him and says, You... Everyone is falling. She is falling as well. Now, and now we... We shall fall soon as well, but not you. You have wings. He points up to Valerie, um, but all of us—we're—we're we're, um, um, how 
How does, how do you say, he looks up at Benkum, um, fucked. Yes, when the city falls, we will hit the water, and the water was surprisingly hot, and it, it soothes and seeps into my ear, and into my nose, and onto my tongue, and it's bitter, and warm, and cloying, and then, and then, and then I, and then I remember feathers, and he goes walking up to where Fowler is and points. Um, at this point, everyone else sees the old man's one wing pop out, apparate next to him, and he he flaps it, and he does manage to actually... It's not as... It's a magical flight. It's not just wing flight. So he flaps it and still manages to be a couple of feet off the ground for a few seconds and then touches back down again. And then... Um, turns around and, and looks, and then, but not feathers, not, not your feathers. No, those were different. Not, not like my, my, oh, oh dear. And he just notices again that his other wing is missing. And he's like, and then they were black. Yes, black feathers. Black feathers, chonk, 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 clunk, chonk and clunk. Yes, chonk and clunk. <laughs> Black old feathers. man, old man. They're trying to complete this song, old man. And he looks back. And oh. it's the, the path of the way. I'm going to try to persuade him. Okay, go for it. About. Why not? Stall this. And while he's doing that, I'm just kind of trying to shelter him and soothe him. I'm going to spend a luck point. I knew you were going to say that. I know. There's a 13, I know, I know. but you know. Lucky 13. You were out. You've been rolling. Oh, my God. 13. You're out of luck now. Um, He's like, no, I only used one before. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. You're trying to. Oh, you just need to wake her up. And he pulls on his sleeve and pulls it back and goes running across the room. Like, she barrels past Selturn, who's like, but, 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 but. And just haul, like, like, ugly slaps. Like, ugly, full arm slap right down like face slap on the face of Henrietta the sleeping prone Henrietta with like a freaking palm just right on the face and it just echoes throughout the whole space and clang her head rolls back and clang the helmet rolls off and scatters rolls off past the altar and clangs onto the floor. <laughs> That's what you wanted. Yeah. And I run up and I just like grab him like in like panicking that he's done something wrong. The helmet fell on the floor, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm taking the helmet. Okay, you start moving to pick up the helmet, and Henrietta sits up on the table and just goes, Oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh. Who did that? Oh, my God. Oh, her nose is bleeding. There's like a red hand mark right across the face. And then at a point, oh. old man did it. She looks at you incredulously like you're lying right and then looks at everyone else 
And I defensively just glare at Fenris and go, he rescued you. He saved you. You should be... She swings her leg over the altar and sits up, and and Farah stands up and and goes to help her up. And she's she's wobbly on her feet, but she does manage to stand. Um, The old man kind of comes back with Darmida a little bit. And uh, she manages to walk forward with a little bit of help from uh, Farah and look, takes in all of you and says, All right. Well, thank you. I wish we met in better circumstances, but I, uh, I don't think we have much time. You have to, you have to get the sword. This will help, she points at the helm, but don't put it on for too long. Or at all. You need the sword. It was taken, taken by an angel away from the eye. I see a plane, and a, I see a, a fortress springing up out of the dirt, red, broken ground, and a sword glowing blue in the night, surrounded dust trails and ash. I don't know why I've slipped into British. She's Scottish. Sorry. (laughs) Dust trails and ash. And... Peller. Peller spoke to me. In another terrible voice. The Bleeding Citadel. You'll find it at the Bleeding Citadel. We cut the credits. That's no. where we're gonna. Oh, oh. You, you can if you want. If you want to. <laughs> I'm just gonna cut in right at the end. Okay, yeah. thanks. And we have a little bit of catching up to do. I believe we do. And I'd also turn to Farah, yeah, and say, yeah, and I just nod. That's it. And with that. <laughs> all right we're gonna go to credits thanks very much everybody for playing thank you carl and and uh and bella and and gordon and uh and darcy and everybody who joined us on the internet syntax singularity thanks so much um uh sir run on and Yaofen and i'm not even sure who's hanging out with us anymore but thanks so much having so much fun doing this and uh guys you uh you unlocked a new companion and a helmet and a slapping old man. Uh, do, yeah, yeah, I guess we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question Ooh. for you: What do you guys think the title should be for tonight's episode? Um, let's see. 
boys focus on the end, which makes sense. It's kind of climactic, but it doesn't um, have to. Something throughout that is a running trend. Wake up, head. It's time to wake up. Uh, if it, hey. Throughout this whole thing, I've been so wanting to, at some point, be like uh, having a title, something like Demons and Angels, but that's copyright. So. <laughs> no, no, the other way around is copyright. So Demons and Angels is probably fine. Um, and internet, you are welcome to name our name our stuff. Hashtag name our stuff. You can also make suggestions in the chat right now. What should we call this episode? Um, and definitely, uh, Carl, if you've got a... You're, you're the, the newbie here. You got any uh, title love for us? Gotta give some thought, man. All right. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. That's all yes, good. Yes, you are. But thanks very much for joining us. It's been too long since we played. I'm sorry you only ended up playing for like half the game and stuff but all right man you did I kidney, enjoy the story you did kidney punch that uh the bulgara so that that was fun i know you didn't actually roll the dice but <laughs> eh. no so i die in agony and long long talking death yeah it's all right it's all good <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us, everybody. We are hopefully going to stay on the Thursday. Uh, I know uh, there's some other things that happen on Thursdays that I... Yeah, but you know what I said to all my friends is, what are you going to do? Watch all of Netflix a second time? Come on, man. Jump on into the game and make it happen. Make it yours, too. So thanks very much for playing, everybody. And uh, hopefully we can have everybody back next Thursday. And we'll say goodnight. Yeah. And uh, just, you know, shamelessly plug myself right oh, yes. go. I have another role-playing show that I do on Fridays so tomorrow uh, starts at 8 goes to 12 it's uh, Blades in the Dark Industrial Fantasy Scoundrels so nice. check that out yeah, that, over at Darcy Bits that's awesome yep. Darcy Bits Dar and also check out his art on Instagram at Void Scratchings you can always reach us at um, at the various places as well and Gordon, uh, I believe you got a thing coming up that was probably deserves a little bit of attention. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, board game Lost Ones will be um, the Kickstarter campaign will launch October thirteenth. Very cool. That's coming up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I think that's it for tonight. Thanks so much, everybody, and we'll say good night. Uh, buttons. All right. Night, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for night. playing. Easy. Seriously, it hurts. I... You can stop the fire.
Do you guys mind if we go back on stream just for one second here? Because I sure. have something to tell you all that you might want to hear about um, that I forgot to mention. <laughs> I don't know if anybody will be there still, but sure. Um, just a quick little side note. Hey, everybody. You are now level 11. Oh, dang. It's been a long haul. So you finally got Henrietta. You got the helm off. Congratulations. You you are going to be moving into level 11. Uh, so nice job. 11 you know? Okay. All right. That's okay. it. That's all I got. I don't mind staying level 10 or, hey, like, you know, half an hour worth of work. You're going to level, level You're going to level <laughs> up that brand new character to level 11. You already started at level 10. What's one more level, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. All right. That's it. Right Have a good night, everybody. All right. You better believe it. That's what the shirt says, by the way. Level nice. six spells. Oh. All my cantrips are down. belong to oh, us. Man. Oh, yes. And three and... Uh, Nether upgrade on the cantrips. Is that eleven? Oh dang! It's a bump. I don't use damage cantrips. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to reskin a bunch today. of these monsters that because this module is made for level ten, but you know, it was time. All right, guys, that's it. All right, take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Thanks take for having easy. me. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.